Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, some real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the tenacious Tom Lavelle, and we have the LC Roundtable consisting of Anthony Fuccinari, Scott Keating, Rick Outland, and Chip Panico. Jalen Dub, are you ready to do this? Yes. Tom? How you doing? I'm good. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Well, in case you guys are wondering, you can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work and Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Work and Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com, and please like and subscribe so my wife doesn't leave me. This is the Work and Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on so check out our vibe and how we get live and do us a solid share and subscribe. Would you share it? Would you share it? Would you share it? Working perspectives. All right, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you a little something. So uh, I am born or no, born in California, but I was raised and got my roots in the land of the free and the home of the brave Lansdale, Pennsylvania. I went to Catholic school there, St. Stan's, shout out St. Stan's, best, best Catholic grade school going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck you, St. Jude. <laughs> uh, we'll get into it. Oh, we're going to get into it. St. Rose can go eat shit and Mount Carmel can fucking die. Let me tell you. Um, but either way, uh, I went to St. Stan's and going through St. Stan's, it was K through eighth grade, right? And then you would go to the local high school, which was Lansdale Catholic High. We salute you. Our heart's loyal to your green and gold. And I'll tell you this, coming up the whole time through grade school, they do talk a lot about the high school. They'll have like high school kids come in and tell you not to do drugs. And then there'll be different like sports athletes and you go to camps there and stuff and see people that you're like, holy shit, I didn't think there were humans that were this big, that were bigger than my dad. You know what I mean? And you'd hear like they talk about it. Like I remember midget football too. It was always a thing where like if you were a Catholic school kid, when we played for Cannoneers, they would do like a scrimmage at the end of every season where it'd be the, the public school kids versus the Catholic school kids. Right. And it was always fun, but you know, the coaches always, they wanted the public school kids to win because they were cheaters. But either way, the Catholic school, I would end up going there for three quarters of a year. 
and then leaving <laughs> and then uh, finishing in uh, public school. So I do want to get this started. There's a lot to unravel with this. I mean, the school, it's, it's fucking something. So uh, let's get it started. So our guest today, I'm going to say again, we have Anthony Fuchinari, Scott Keating, Rick Outland, and Chef Chipper Chip Panico. Uh, Rick Outland, also known as Riffin Hoof Milflanen. And uh, <laughs> yep, so let's get it started. So Fooch, my man. So we came up through Saint Stands together. Fooch here is a star stud. And yeah. we're <laughs> coming up doing all kinds of things but i do remember like seventh eighth grade you're getting like primed to go to the high school i remember being in like eighth grade and like riding my bike to lc and me and my friends would like ride around the parking lot just because we knew like holy shit like this is where they're having dances and stuff you know what i mean so what was your for you anthony what was your preconceived notion before going to lc and what did you think what did you expect and what were you looking forward to well i i think like in seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I, I consider myself one of the tallest human beings at St. Stan's. I would at agree. A whole, yeah, at a whole five foot five. Yep. Um, the facial hair that I have right now was evident in fifth and sixth grade. So I also sure thought that I had a leg up on everybody. Yeah. But I mean, I think I felt comfortable knowing I was ready for it because at St. Stan's, probably not as strict as LC, I definitely had Flynn and O'Hare shoes. Oh. Yeah, I didn't have khaki pants, but I definitely had like blue khaki pants. So I think like you just had to switch your colors out. But I think like yeah. like the first thing that I remember is seventh grade LC basketball camp. And I was on the Chicago Bulls and we were awesome. We sure. were we won the championship and Alex Kraft was my coach. And I had never seen a human being with those size shoulders. Oh I, like, I that moment I was like, dude, like I am way too small to go to this high school and I walk in, like with like people from the nfl and then you walk in and you see scott keating and you're like this must be an nfl lineman yeah so um i mean that's what i think of like immediately like right off the top is just that Dude. kind of being and what a legend like you're walking into like people like like that yeah no i couldn't agree more i remember like so where me and tom the neighborhood we grew up in fourth street in lansdale shout out uh there jack byers <laughs> is from fourth street and he was like dude like he was a neighborhood legend before but then when he got to lc it was like next level legend so like i played like i was friends with all his younger brothers and we all like buddied around together and stuff but i remember being in eighth grade and we did the eighth grade like when you're in eighth grade they take you to lc for a day right and like you walk around and they tell you stuff and like you go to the cafeteria and whatever and I remember being there and Jack being like, oh, like he, he recognized me. And like we went to he's like, uh, we're supposed to show you guys the weight room. And I was like, OK, so <laughs> he went and showed us. I was like, don't we lift at the Y? Like, this is ridiculous. But no, man, you know, I'm with you, dude. Like you go there and you're like, I'm like, you're kind of excited. Like you you want like because Catholic school fucking sucked, man. It was so monotonous and like there wasn't that many people and not a lot going on. But like I wanted to get there and like, you know, it just seemed seemed pretty cool. I don't know, man. But I, I would agree with you. There was like there, it was a big. Yeah. When you're going there and like because you also hear about all these people like Alex Kraft and Scott and all this stuff. And like Scott's brother, Joe, too, like, you know, like you're hearing all these guys, you're like, holy fuck. And then you see him, you're like, holy shit. How am I supposed to play football with these guys? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like unreal. But yeah, no, no, I would agree more. I, I would completely agree. So let's keep it moving. Uh, 
Scott, you kind of, you were, I guess you were the second one to go to school at, to LC with you. And I think you were in public school prior to LC, right? Is that right? Correct. Yep. I okay. went to uh, North Penn. Okay. Uh, up until eighth grade. Um, my brother used to play CYO basketball. And I was in fifth grade and he was playing at Corpus. And Coach Aljo actually came and recruited him at the CYO basketball and uh, talked to my mom. And he's like, hey, listen, you know, you can get two of them to go there. You get a discount. Um, so my mom made up that bullshit. Like, <laughs> it was, what, $2,000, a year? And my yeah. mom's like, well, it looks like you're going to Catholic school. And uh, when I was actually in eighth grade, I actually brought three kids with me uh, from North Penn. And two of them got expelled within like three months. Oh, you probably, yeah, you guys probably know them. Um, but uh, yeah, my, like my expectation was, uh, you know, going from like North Penn to huge football, and I'm like, why the fuck am I leaving North Penn? You know, I had Coach Patton who's going to coach me in ninth grade, and then I hear this guy, Coach Aljo. I'm like, all right, he's a legend, but um, you know, shaped who I was, and actually, Chip was like my first mentor when I got to Lanzo Catholic. Uh, he actually started my whole career. I'll never forget when. Uh, remember when you broke your leg? Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> Open the door for Scott. Don't forget it, son. Yo, that, that scholarship to college, that scholarship um, to college, Chef Shipper opened the door when he snapped oh his leg. I'll never forget. He got like carted off. I'm like a little freshman, and Chip's like holding a thumbs up. He's like, go get him. I was like, fuck, fuck me. <laughs> I remember, remember Chip breaking his leg. Oh, I, I don't God. remember Scott. I remember that, too. I, I, yeah. I, I, Scott, Scott said little freshman, but he was the first freshman in the 1,000-pound club. So yeah. I don't know if little. I mean, Little, little at 240. Yeah. I mean, I guess for I've never year. weighed 240. <laughs> I weigh every day. Yeah. yeah. Dude, um, fuck in the oh yeah, so so you went in there and like you also had an older brother too that was there that was a big deal on the football team and stuff. So was that like you're we like yeah, and you're looking forward to that and everything? Yeah, um, you know, uh I thought I was gonna go to LC, play on freshman team, and then uh July, Coach Aljo calls me and he's like, Hey, you're gonna be on Barthy. I was like, Okay, so I you know <laughs> got up there and I got my ass kicked for probably a good four or five weeks in freshman ball and then yeah. uh chip actually mentored me when i was playing jv and um you know i have a lot to thank for chip because he brought me under his wing even after he got hurt uh because i took over his starting role and uh, just helped me out through my whole career and he's, i mean he's a great guy look at him now he's, yeah i have a funny story about him to tell later but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait scott were you pissed that like because you went right to varsity so I mean, you would have killed it on freshman football. Freshman you know what I mean? was the so best. Were you like, were you like damn, I was like, I would be like the star on freshman football. Oh, right yeah. Now. And I mean, I got I got crushed on JV. Um, you know, I was getting pancake block. Because I didn't – I only I started playing football in seventh grade. So oh, I only wow. had two years of football until I got to LC. Damn. Because I was always, you know, playing pound ball. I was 130 pounds at nine years old playing with kids – playing with my older brother. Same. So it never, it never worked out. Let yeah. me say something. When Scott was a freshman and he was playing on the Thanksgiving Day game, he was playing against two guys that started at Penn State. Oh, wow. 
and, and Scott, and Scott was a freshman at the time, and, and Coslo and uh, McKelvey, they both went on to be starters on the Penn State offensive line. Jesus you know? Christ. And I was like a fucking pancake that game because I was on my back a lot. Oh, <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> so I yeah. trust me. I, I mean, I got my revenge sophomore year when I get, went up against them. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, they crushed Hey, but that's a learning experience. That stuff, that's the kind of stuff you need, though. You know, steel or you know, steel sharpened steel. Dude, I remember seeing McKelvey in the weight room. Like he would like because when I was there, he was, I guess, like a freshman or sophomore at Penn State. And they had had that whole big ESPN thing with him and Heike Johnson and Joe Talese and all those guys. And he would come back to North Penn to lift. And I'd see him in the weight room, and he's like fucking press you know like uh clean and jerking like fucking three something i'm like jesus christ and he's just like throwing it around he like his chest was like he was all just he was so big i was like jesus christ that guy could legit lift a planet but yeah no i'm, I'm with you man nice very cool so uh riffin hoof aka ricky so moving on to you you kind of had the same deal you had an older brother that was a star athlete when you got there you came in kind of, you know, ready to go, had some expectations, but you came from, uh, you know, not really a good Catholic school <laughs> that really didn't do anything. That was just kind of a, you know, they're kind uh, of the laughing stock that we just beat the piss yeah. out of every, in like what? In Saint, what? We'll say St. Stan's is like the Yankees of the, of the Catholic school league. And you guys were kind of like I don't we were know, like the Oakland A's the, around the, the, the turn of the century. We were like <laughs> the Montreal ball. Expos, you know, yeah. <laughs> or the Marlins, you know. But, I, uh, I don't know what you're remembering, Matt. I mean, I mean, we were we were a small school. I think there were twelve of us guys in my class, mm-hmm. and we ruled every sport in our eighth grade year. I mean, um, yeah. But anyway, I wanted to comment real quick. Anthony earlier talked about um, going to LC before he was in there and, and seeing Scott and just the size of him. Same thing. And I haven't thought of this like probably since it happened, but I remember in eighth grade going to an LC football game and my brother, he may have been playing at the time, um, but after the game points out, Scott standing on the sidelines. He's like, hey, that's dude over there that his name's scott he's going to be in your class next year and i see scott and i'm just like holy shit <laughs> I, I, i'm like five five 95 pounds <laughs> like, oh my god um but yeah so i grew up with the same group of kids i was going to high school with so yeah. that's a major advantage at the same point i had an older brother who was already there and yeah. had his group of friends who was the older brothers of my group of friends. Yeah. Um, so it was a definite advantage kind of knew what I was getting into. That, that also uh, had its, uh, that also had its negatives having an older brother at the school as well. I can, uh, from what I remember, at least. <laughs> you think it's a negative at the time, but maybe not. Yeah. It gives you a little, it, it gives you a name. Yeah. True. 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 There was that. Uh, nice. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Um, no. I, the, I, the one other thing I would say, as far as like trying to figure out what high school was going to be like, uh, I think it was the summer before. It was like summer after eighth grade before going into LC. Mm-hmm. Went to a Led Zeppelin concert with my brother and his friends, Yeesh. and it was like my first concert. It was Page and Plant at the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, was, and you were there, Chip. You said yes. Were you really? Okay. <laughs> and it, so 
seeing <laughs> high school from that angle from you yeah. know a bunch of rising seniors yeah. it, it kind of implanted that all right, we have four years to throw the party of our lives <laughs> yeah. before even getting in there. Kind of gave New me the Year's Eve. It was a step in the wrong direction. It happened. Oh my <laughs> God! I'll never, I'll never forget that night. Oh, that's when you get that later. I guess. Home, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, we'll get to that later, but yeah, yeah that was legendary. That did nice. it. Was, that kind of shaped a, a lot of um, what I saw high school as going into it. Which yeah. <laughs> It was probably bad looking back on it, but from, from what I remember, fun. Rick, you went to 13 different proms. Is that correct? If you count like junior proms. Yeah, probably. Good for how you. How many, uh, how many people are in the graduating class of your LC school? Two, and, or something, right? So our class was our 206. 200? 200, J-Dub. Yeah. So wild. We had a that thousand was, more 2001. than that. I, Yeah, I think I graduated with 1270-something. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's wild. That's that fun, was, though. but to be honest, twelve seventy six hundred twenty of them were Patel. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? <laughs> that are all so probably much. doctors and lawyers right now. For all we know. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. It, so it, go ahead. Rick. It's it's crazy though. Like, so we started planning a 20th year reunion, and I nice. went into this thinking I I would know pretty much everyone, you know, on on the list, and my job was to find people, track them down. There are so many people that I, I just have no recollection of whatsoever, <laughs> even out of 205 or 206. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, I'm at Tex-Mex with one at this bar across the street I grew up from, and I am staring at what turns out to be the neighbor I grew up from across the street my whole life. And I'm like staring at her like, who is this person? And my <laughs> brother looks at me, he's like, that's our neighbor. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. She looks familiar. Dude, the guy we aired on the show this week, uh, uh, I mean, I'm dating us, but Mike Johnson, his episode, he graduated with me. And I think he was in like the homeroom next to me. And like, he was like, we crossed paths. I had no recollection of it. And he got like, we had seen each other at parties and stuff. But yeah, I had no, yeah, I was like, you know what I mean? Like you just, you lose track. It is what it is. So very cool. Thanks for that, Rick. So uh, Chef Chipper, you were the same deal as Scott. You're coming from public school, but you would also like, you know, like, I don't know, your best friend, like DeFinis was your boy, right? Like they were all Catholic school guys. Like, what were you, what was your thoughts going into, uh, to LC when you came in? Well, I had, um, my family has a long history with school. My dad went there. Yeah. I expect go there and my grandpa worked there for like 20 years oh. in the 60s, 70s and early 80s. He retired. So I had strong ties to the school, but I was also coming in. Uh, from North Penn and I actually failed eighth grade. Yeah. I failed I failed science in eighth grade and I had to go to summer school. So I barely made it into LC. Yeah. Uh, um, I had to go in front of G, Mr. Giovanese, our disciplinarian. Oh, right. Awesome. Fucking he Elvis. Was, he was the first disciplinarian, Mr. Giovanese. Was, and for anybody who doesn't know him or doesn't know LC or doesn't know LC at that time period, Mr. Giovanese was about five foot one, a uh, <laughs> ball of piss and vinegar. Yeah. He, you know, standard, small, little, hard ass. And uh, I had to go to a meeting with him and, you know, he wanted to grill me and say, what did I do to deserve to get an LC? I didn't even pass eighth grade. So he put me on disciplinary probation, which meant 10 demerits. If I was got 10 demerits in the first quarter, I would get expelled. <laughs> <laughs> I was on 
academic probation, which meant I had to keep everything above an 85. Jesus. This is, yeah. all before, this is all before you got to school? This is before I came into LC. He said, what do you want? Why do you want to go to LC? I said, um, you know, my, you know, you know, my grandpa, you know, my family's history here. Cause at this time, Mr. G had only been at the school for like five years. Yeah. Right. And yeah. my family's back to the school to like fifth. To like when it was founded. You know what I mean? I literally had a picture with my grandpa and my senior Cahill when they broke ground at a new school. My dad went to the old school when it was little flower. flower Hall. Yeah. Stand. Yeah. You know, just that little piece of St. Stan's. You're- he was one of the graduating classes. Your dad. Uh, so Alan Box grandfather. He was the football coach at Little Flower Hall. And I bet that he probably coached. If your dad played, he probably coached them. Yeah, I'm sure he did. They had a couple coaches there in the early 50s. Mm-hmm. I think the first football team was like 53. Yeah, yeah. So I interrupt you, but keep going. So like you have to stay above an 85. If you get any demerits, you're shit canned in the first quarter. So you're like you also it's kind of like. He's like, you you know, like to get accepted into LC. I thought you just had to pay and they're letting you in. I didn't think there was a whole like acceptance going on. You know what I mean? You got to put an application in. As long as nothing comes up, you know, wrong from your grade school, which is 99% of the kids, they do just let you in. This was like kind of extenuating circumstances. I didn't yeah. apply till the very end of the school year. And I was applying as a kid who failed eighth grade. Yeah. So it was Right. I might not even pass summer school to be able to go there. First, I got to go through summer school, which sucks. Uh, you know, after summer, after eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Algio actually spoke up for me. He's like, look, Panico family has already put four daughters to school. I'll take him under my wing. If And if he F's up, it's on me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I honestly, I think too, Chip, like just knowing you from like the Boys and Girls Club and stuff. You were always like, like there's back then, I would say it was the cool thing to be like a dick to the younger guys. Right. You know what I mean? Like there was like some guys like really like, you know, they were like Ben Affleck and dazed and confused about it. You know what I mean? Like they were really like went off. But you kind of kicked back from what I remember, at least you're always like very inclusive and like kick back against that. Do you think like these kind of like scenarios and situations maybe molded you to be that way? Or are you always like, no, everyone's included. We're all in this together kind of thing. Cause I can see both really. Cause when you're coming up at the bar, it's like, and everybody's included, we work together situation. What would you say? I've always been a team guy, dude. That's yeah. like, I love being on a good team, Yeah, you know? And that's why I probably fit in at LC. Cause like, you know, being on football team is a big part of it. And Kind of both me and Scott kind of hit like a sweet spot in, in LC's football. You know, we were good for about a good stretch of like six or seven years right there. Yeah. And yeah, your senior year, we were really good. Yeah. We, we were, we had a good, we, we had a good, like coach had a good time there at the mid 90s to like mid 2000s for sure. He had a great yeah. run. He was already in there for like 35 years at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys had had the SB. You were there for the SB, right, Chip? I had broken my leg. That was oh. I broke maybe like four weeks before that. Yeah. Oh, that was wow. your junior year, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Upper perk. Because that was Tim Herman scored that touchdown. Correct. Yep. No shit. Ah, look at that. Tim Herman, uh, St. Jude, I believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Absolutely. He won an SB, Matt. He won an uh, SB award. Even a garbage can gets a steak. What can I tell you? All right. So very nice. Very nice. So very cool. Thanks for that, Chip. And then Tom, uh, what about you? 
going into LC. We had an older sister that went there that I'll tell you this right now. She fucking hated it. She hated going there. She wasn't a big fan. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. For for us, I felt a little different. But what did you feel going into LC? What were your thoughts? How'd it go? Uh, kind of similar with what everyone's been saying. Like, I had a similar story with Chip that they weren't going to let me go to LC. Um, mm-hmm. And then Same. I didn't have to uh, I didn't have to go to summer school my eighth grade year but seventh and eighth grade weren't very easy years for me so they were not happy with where my grades were and there was like a debate on whether or not I was going to go in I think our mom being a teacher helped. Yeah. Um, we had a meeting with the counselor at the time was uh, Mr. Bailey mm-hmm. was the uh, disciplinarian there. Mm-hmm. And um, funny, he's my neighbor now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. The one day I'm walking to my dog and I see this guy walking and I'm like, Mr. Bailey? And he's like, he's like looking at me and he, I'm like, I, you probably don't remember me. I'm Tom Lavelle. And he's like, oh my God, Tommy, like, how are you doing? Blah, blah. And I was like, I'm good. You know, I'm your neighbor now. Sorry. You know? but, uh, so, um, you know, it, it, there, there is that, and I, I think it's more at LC, maybe because there are less students, the upperclassmen, when you're going there, have more of a, like a legend status, if you, yeah, will, you know what totally. I mean? Like, the upperclassmen, totally it's like, you see these guys like Scott's brother, Joe, and like, uh, Dave and like a Mike DeMartelier and chip and jack and like all these guys that are upper class and you're like oh man they're so cool and this and that and uh you know there is some of that one thing i was really excited for and um i guess it's good today's fat tuesday i was very excited for the cafeteria that you could go and you could buy your own food whatever you want like cheese fries and 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 they had the the, pretzel um, dipping sauce and the the pretzel sauce Oh, <laughs> what was so the name good. of the cookie place otis funkmeyer, otis funkmeyer. Otis. i was so like oh my god otis funkmeyer is so good you know you so I was, day. what's that you get a three pack every day yeah so i love the sugar cookies there i was like these sugar uh, cookies are the greatest things i ever had but like so i was really excited for the cafeteria but I, I think there, there is that like uh that lc like kind of like uh, you know it, it i guess because it's so tighten it like that it, it, it there's like so, there is an appeal to it for me you know what i mean it, it was something you know and just progression of life and moving on from your grade school to a high school is exciting yeah 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 no i'm i'm 100 with you plus too like you know you would hear all these like you know you just hear different things and stuff like that so let's get it started by though. the way uh like chip took uh scott under his wing when I went there was kind of funny. I didn't really have an upperclassman take me under my wing, but I would say Ricky took me like under his wing and was like, yo, you can hang with us because there was a, uh, there was a um, early on, I was on a soccer team. And so I was like, for my freshman year, I was four foot 11 and I wrestled 103 (laughs) pounds. Right. So I was, it was me, Dave Kinneman and this kid, Pat Wertan, who ended up leaving the school were the three smallest kids in the school. And, uh, we had a, uh, it wasn't a pep rally, like it wasn't the pep rally. It was like a magazine a thon or something like that. You know what I mean? Like they had it like first, like you had to like sell something, I think. So okay. the guy did some show and they brought up like boys and girls. And we had to do this game show where we, uh, played like we had to name the uh tune the theme song of a show. And so I was up there and I was doing good and I was like getting excited. And this one girl who was a senior was like, they messed up the score. Like we had like the guys had like four and the girls had three and they're like, all right, it's three, three. I was like, no, it's four to three. Like we have four. And she was Manzo or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
there are a couple a senior. of but so she said something i was like shut up i was like it's four to three and like everyone was like oh you know what i mean so at side soccer practice later that day i go and we're going to get dressed dude they threw me on the ground they started like kicking me and stuff like that like (laughs) fucked up so i was like i was in trouble i was like damn i guess i shouldn't have like said i don't even know but like i was a freshman it was all part of like the hazing stuff they didn't like beat me up bad but it was like a little like yo shut up you freshman you know what i mean so uh, that after that, then we went to we got to wrestling and that's where I met Ricky. And he was kind of like he had, you know, that connection with his friends all going there. And then he was his oldest older brother and their friends were kind of popular seniors. So he like kind of like was like, all right, Tom, let's hang out. Very so, cool. Whatever. Aww. No, no, I, I, I would agree with that. Ricky was really cool to me when I was there, too. You know, another good, you know, bunch of good dudes. Scott was the same way. Dave Roush was really cool. You know what I mean? Like, those are all guys that, like, kind of looked out for you. No, I, I would agree. So let's get into it then. So just say, like, the thing is, like, when they beat it wasn't like some, like, oh, I, like, think about it. Like, I don't talk about it with my counselor at all or anything. But uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it was all, like, it was it was almost like when you get hazed when you're a freshman. Yeah, it was like an like you. Yeah, and I was, like, like, I was, like, you know, what it was more in fun. They're, like, get him, this fucking mother, shut up. You know, like, and so... Then it was more like a like uh, a jest. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife's best friend is uh Jackie. Man. Oh, Jackie? Yeah. My yeah. mom and my mom and Pat's mom, Deb, are like best friends. And me and Pat, I mean, I see him every week. That's me and Pat. Like Pat's one of the best dudes I ever met in my life. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Really yeah, great. He's funny as hell, man. Chris, yeah. uh, Chris was on the show. He's fan of the show, former guest of the show, Chris Wartan. Great episode. Available now. Yeah, available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. So nice. So let's keep it moving. So we'll go in reverse in this. So uh, we'll start off as a younger underclassman. So what was when you first got there? How did you like it? What did you think? How was the transition? How did everything go? And we'll start with you again. Um, what What do you think? How'd it go? Man, um, I mean, I thought it went all right. Day one, literally, I had, I don't even remember who it was. I was walking up the steps and some dude, like, you know, when you're like, you're there and you got to like, make sure that you can drop your part of your books off another locker and like strategically put your other books in another locker close to the other one. So you're not a big moron dragging like 20 books with you the whole time. Like some True. dude just like smacked my books down and he's sure. like, welcome to LC freshman. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was like my welcome to LC moment. And I was Ricky. just like, I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't remember who it was, dude, but like we talked about prison now, whoever it is. Yeah. Who the hell you are, but like, like eighth grade visitation, like going in, like, all right, that kid's from Corpus, that kid's from Jude. Who the hell is yeah. this kid from Sash all the way up in Hilltown? Yeah. Uh, like, like kind of seeing all those people and then like starting to figure out like, Oh shit, these are my friends now. <laughs> like These are yeah. like my best friends. Like after like three months and um, like you slowly kind of get into that. Cause you're playing sports with them. And um, I don't know, like, I, I think the best thing for me, I don't know if you guys know Kev Francis, but yeah. he was in my lunch uh, all four years and he's the funniest man alive. Like yeah, every year we had lunch together and um, like, like from like a transition phase, like he was always, me and him were always together at lunch and funniest freaking guy in the world. But I mean, dude, I think it was okay. I mean, I think we got over, like these people are bigger than God after the first like three months or so. And after they have the first pep rally and like you walk in 
the first thing that everybody does because you're the last group going in as freshmen like freshmen stop and like after yeah. junior they stopped doing that but um i think it was i think it was fun after that yeah the pep rally as a freshman is not fun i will say yeah. from, oh, yeah. my, from my experience it was i mean it was <laughs> fucking damaging I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> the the one thing that, that was con- go over that like experience for anybody who doesn't really remember that, like waiting oh, out. Dude. So it's the best, dude. I loved it as a freshman too. It was awesome. No, no, it was not. It was honestly, honestly, one of the worst days of my life. And uh, I've been, uh, it's fucking scarred me for life. Tell you that right fucking now. So here's how it goes. They had, when we were there, they had these things called spirit king, right? Yep. So your grade would elect the spirit king. And the spirit <laughs> king is like, he's just like the funny dude of your grade, right? So in Joe the- Van, spirit king's here. We got three. We got three spirit kings here. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Damn. Rick, what were you a sophomore spirit? Sophomore. Xena yeah. warrior princess. See, sophomore, sophomore, junior, senior, all great years to be a spirit king. Uh, freshman true. freshman is not it is not a good year <laughs> phil was, fisher phil fisher yeah was, uh, was our freshman chip you guys had a great uh spirit king your senior year i still remember it he gumby was gumby right? was yeah he? yeah brian yeah. woods brian woods I, what, what was that? that chip i said yes he was gumby and he was highly intoxicated he was incredible i mean steve mogg the year before was incredible too like i loved i loved spirit king everything about it Uh, shout out woods saint stands alum there you go every class has their spirit king at lansdale catholic we only have one pepper rally per year yeah Uh, Yeah. you know you don't have a pepper rally before every game you have one pepper rally per year and every class has a spirit king and during the pepper rally in between skits that different people do different groups of seniors do skits these spirit kings compete in a competition and everybody cheers for their spirit king every class there's all 800 of us in the gym at once and they might be doing races on little bicycles or something Uh. (laughs) what happened freshman spirit king is not going to win well the senior always wins you know what i mean no matter what they give it to the senior so eventually guys do you guys remember the competition that happened when I was a freshman. Yeah, the and very Anthony. first competition. It was a pie. Was on, there was only one because it got so out of hand. They didn't let us do any more. And that was the end of the Spirit Kings. And that was it. That was the last Spirit You're right. King. That was it. Yeah. And fucking it, me. So didn't help that I was wearing a diaper. <laughs> you know, so that you come, wild. you come out it was as like wild. This is, it's catholic school yep. yeah yeah you come you come church. yeah everyone uh everyone like the spirit kings dress up as like uh as like a thing so i had spread a rumor that i was going to be an m&m right knowing that i wasn't and then the day of my dad took me to rental world and i rented a pretty sweet Raphael the ninja turtle costume <laughs> it was pretty fucking good it was right. right it was pretty good. So then I go out as the, you know, as the spirit king, like they t- introduce you one at a time. And I was just like, it was like a fucking torrential downpour of booze. It was just like a fucking wall of hatred that came at me. 
And I was like, they were like, you have 30 seconds out there. And I was like, I only need 15. I'm fucking done. <laughs> right. So then they do all that. Then they would announce like the sophomore one, which I think it was uh, Dwyer. Right. I believe he was like a Flintstone, if I was if I was correct. And then there was a junior one, which was Tom. And he was a baby and it fucking brought the house down. He had like a big tarp <laughs> that had covered him up when he walked out and then he dropped it dressed as a baby and jumped up and down and the whole place went nuts. And then the last guy was, I think it was McCosker was his name. Yeah. He was Alf. He was Alf. And so they do this whole thing where they introduce everybody and the place is kind of in a frenzy. They got in a frenzy the whole time. The fucking, they got you going, but it's really directed at like, it's at the younger class. Well, at us, at me and Anthony, mostly me. And so they set up to do this pie eating contest. There was chance the whole time and all this stuff. McCosker sits next to me at the pie eating contest and tells me, if you move, I'm going to fuck you up. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so I had to take off my, you know, Ninja Turtle head. Right. So on one side is McCosker. And on the other side is Tom dressed as a baby. Right. <laughs> McCosker's like holding the back of my thing. So I don't move. Right. And they have the pies right there. So I'm just sitting there like, I'm just going to get it now. Right. And so as soon as they say go, no one eats the pie. No, they- no, no. By the way, next to me was Mr. Z, Mr. Zizinch. And he smashed the pie in my face at right when it started. <laughs> well, so did McCosker grab the pie and fucking nails me in the face with his pie. Right. And then like I fucking wipe my eyes. I think I put on my helmet or something. Then I'm like trying to run around. People are chasing me. Then someone tackles me, steals my fucking face mask and then picks it up in front of the crowd. And the crowd goes fucking nuts because he rips the head (laughs) off of the freshman guy. And I'm just like demoralized, left there. Just totally made to be a punk in front of the entire school. Yeah, really not scarring at all. You know, great stuff. Glad I could make whoever took my head off and fucking did the thing. Glad to make their day. Awesome. Also, got charged a dry cleaning fee by Rental World. Got pie all over the fucking costume. So there you go. So, yeah, tried to forget about it. But, you know, some things you can't forget. So, Anthony, you were saying your uh, experience at LC. <laughs> so, yeah. What did you think as a freshman? Anthony? I mean, I think the most confusing part was, I mean, again, after that traumatic experience, I think <laughs> the most confusing part was like, okay, you get to like the freshman dance after like the Christmas ball and all this stuff. And they were like, all right, do not take a freshman. I'm like, what the yeah. hell are you talking about? Yeah. Why, why yeah. would I not take a freshman? They're like, no, 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 no. You've got to take an upperclassman. I'm yeah. like, why? What? Like, and I, I didn't have any brothers or sisters. I'm the oldest of three. And I'm like, I don't understand what we're doing here. And like, eventually I'm like, all right, I'm taking a junior. And she was smoking hot. Yeah. <laughs> and like, me, she was at that time. I'm like, all right, this is the rule. Then you get to the soft pop and you're like, dude, don't take a sophomore. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, dude, take a junior or senior. You got to be cool about that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it was is like that is, a, is that a common thing or is that just I don't an know. LC? Because I, I, I remember know, I had a, I took a junior to the freshman dance. I never yeah. went to any dances at North Penn. Was never was never allowed. What are you gonna do? Uh, but no, I know, dude. And it was almost like I think if you were an upperclassman, it was like a badge of honor for them because it like showed that they were hot. That if you know, and then for if you're like an <laughs> underclassman, it was like oh, you get that like. You ask this person and like, you know, it's like the one time you can hang out with like a hot chick, 
You know what I mean? I remember I asked, I think it was Sarah Gauze was her name, right? Total smoke show. Total smoke show. You would ask them like in the beginning of the year. Yeah. 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 You know, like reserve them. Yep. Yeah. No, no doubt. If you like October, you're like, hey, will you go to the freshman dance with me in uh, May? If you wanted to get a cool hot chick, you had to ask her. Yeah. You had to go yeah. and be like, hey, I know you're like going for the prom queen, but like, what 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 are you doing in May? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, had yeah. you had to sell yourself. You were like, look, beforehand, I'm take you over Mariano's, get your chicken park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks, whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, sit in the smoking section too. <laughs> what was that, Chip? I said mozzarella sticks were afterwards at Friendlies. Friendlies. There you go. Dude, the waitresses at Friendlies must have hated oh bro i know they we used to go there after wrestling matches and i remember god this is so bad um that there was like a family there right they'd eaten they'd paid and they had left and me and i i forget who else we sat down at their table and just finished the rest of their food oh, <laughs> that's the north penn shit Dude, I was like eating the kid mac and cheese. But also it's like I didn't have any money and we just got done wrestling and I was so fucking hungry. It was like wrestling's a different world. That's a different beast. Yeah. Football players don't know nothing about they're giving you pancakes before the game. All right. You guys had all these breakfasts and dinners and all this stuff. We're we're practicing in a classroom at LC. And and a cafeteria. But yeah. Scott, Scott, didn't you wrestle for a match or two or at least walk no, out take I, yeah I, I tried um i put on the singlet for the first time i was like i looked down i was like <laughs> <laughs> and I, I that was the end of my career i think i tried for like 15 minutes nope no. yeah <laughs> smart did you just go out did you do one match scott did you do a match no i did one practice Prac- yeah what with tim tim mar you were wrestled tim mar yeah <laughs> shout out i don't know he's packing heat down there yeah. oh i Wait till mine comes up. I got a story about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, very well. All right. So let's keep it moving then. So Scott, please. Uh, what was your, what was life like for you as a freshman underclassman at Lanzo Catholic high? We salute your heart's loyal to your green and gold. Go ahead. So mine started off obviously in August before football. Uh, it was good for about the, for about the first week. Yeah. And then uh, the field hockey team came and there's this girl, we'll call her Megan, very athletic. Rick, you probably know who I'm talking about. She played basketball, field hockey. Yep. And uh, like we started talking. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, she's really cool. So one day I took a shower and I didn't bring any underwear. So I just put on shorts. So we come out. I'm talking to her. And Chip comes behind me just fucking pants me. And I'm wearing no <laughs> underwear. And she's just sitting in front of me. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm ruined. <laughs> I'm absolutely ruined. So was it, uh, was it a cold day, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drinkage. It was cold for a big man. Um, big well, you man. have such a big backdrop too. That's not really fair. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Honestly, oh even even a seven forty seven looks small flying through the Grand Canyon. You know you what know, I mean? It's so. like, but uh, yeah. So that ruined me for first couple of weeks. But so after that, I mean, I was different because everybody from Cat School, like Corpus Christi, had their clicks. And Jude has their click. Yeah. I had the three guys that I brought in. So. I didn't really hang out with anybody freshman year um, from my grade. Even when two out of the three got kicked out, um, I hung out with Nick Volman. Uh, he was pretty much my only go-to guy uh, until sophomore. Yeah. Then I started hanging out with uh, the other kids from the, you know, like Rick, 
hurt, like all the guys. Um, it was good. It was just getting adjusted because I was an outsider. I was, you know, just like Chip, like, oh, you're a North Penn guy. You're a douchebag. I was like, well, oh, all right. Yeah. And the fact that I was a freshman playing on varsity, everyone's like, you know, it wasn't really, especially the guys who played freshman football. Um, I didn't start talking to them until probably my mid-year of sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you, freshman football was the fucking best. I fucking loved freshman ball. And we were we played football dude. freshman together, right, And you're on Dude, yeah, that was my first time playing football. And you remember we lost 42 to nothing to Pendale? Last I remember game? going into it and then coaches being like, you know, the year before we upset and we beat Pendale, which was like <laughs> the North Penn of the ninth grade teams. And they're like, you guys can do it again. I was like, ah, and everyone going in like, yeah, let's go, guys. Like we were all hyped, ready to go. I remember, shout out to you, Scott. Scott, so you would walk out from the locker room as a team in a single file line, right? And everyone was supposed to have their helmet on. And I remember Scott would have his helmet kind of up. So like his chin strap was at his forehead. Mm-hmm. And I remember everyone on the team did that. And I was, and he would be the last one in line too. So Scott was the last one in line on the varsity and they'd walk out and he'd have his helmet up and everything. And I just remember going for the freshman game because we played it at the high school in the stadium. Yeah. And I remember the same thing. I was like, I'm going to be the last guy in line and I'm putting my fucking helmet up just like Scott. <laughs> 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 and then we lost 42 to nothing. It was, yeah. it was, it was a bloodbath. Oh, yeah, Zach, Zach Fryling was on. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was the, he was the whole thing. Dude, like, I was like Saquon Barkley. Oh yeah. my God. There's no he tackling him. No, yeah, he is Jack. Yeah, he was a beast. He was a good wrestler, wasn't he? Really? Champion yeah. two time yeah. in PA. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all, legit. I think he was an All American in college as well. He, he was, he's, he's, he also was like, I think he was uh he was on the national team for like Olympic style. Like he's he's pretty he was uh yeah, yeah. he could fucking go. I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you. But yeah, yeah, no, he was he was one of those guys though. He was a starting as a sophomore, he was a starting middle linebacker at North Penn, and then the coach Petten, and I and then it would transition to Beck, but they told him they're like, Look, if you you gotta choose wrestling or football, right? They wouldn't let him do both. So he was like, Well, I'm not gonna get a scholarship for football, so he got, you know, went to wrestling, got a full ride to West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Really good dude, too. Shout out, fan of the show, listen to the show. So, nice. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, so, for freshmen, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Anything else, Scott? You good? Yeah, no, I think I'm good. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Riffin Hoof Mill Flanin. What do you yeah. got as a freshman? Talk to me. Do it up. Live um, it up. So, uh, just thinking about maybe my first six months, it was like, the dream you know it, it was yeah like you're watching the high school movies growing up of parties and all that yeah yep. so i went into it guns a blazing <laughs> yeah um i don't know if i ever so i i had a academic scholarship to lc look at um, you fucking smile it was just some help money you know it wasn't a big deal but um so i knew i had to maintain that I had to maintain certain GPAs to keep the money in there. Yeah. Um, so class-wise, I, I was gung-ho there. I was ready to go. And then as far as the social aspect, I was just geared up for it. 
Um, so we played freshman football, met a ton of dudes there. Best. Uh, and we'd already known. So I had my my St. Jude guys with me at LC. And, you know, we we're all went in as best friends. And we knew a bunch of guys from playing Romans football together. A lot of St. Stan's guys. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of Mount Carmel that even went to LC. Uh, so we started kind of forming our group. I got myself on student council. Just trying to, at this point, I'm telling you, I, I was fresh off of learning. I got the scholarship in. So I, I was trying right off of the bat freshman year to build a college resume. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to join everything I can, overloading my schedule, getting a football, student council, into wrestling. and um, But it was awesome, man. I, yeah. I, I, the parties, I remember, I can remember where I was on Halloween that year and the <laughs> big party that is your first big Halloween party freshman Ooh. year of high school. Nice. nice it was a blast. Dude, that's great. That's great. So very cool. Very cool. Chip. What about you, buddy? Did did you who did you come in with in as a freshman? Were you with like a couple guys or what's going on? Uh, I had kind of had the same thing going, somewhat similar path to Scott. I came in from North Penn. Yeah. I did have a group of friends from North Penn. Me and Jack were in the same grade and we hung pretty tough all through. Yeah. We were at Pembroke. Yeah. Uh, also, maybe like a half a dozen kids from Pembroke coming over to LC. So I had that. I had also gone to Catholic school for a couple of years, both at St. Stan's and Corpus Christi early on. Um, I got kicked out of Corpus Christi in fifth grade. Whoa. I had a little. Can you, red- can you, can you say what for or no? Uh, I was just a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I was just a bad kid. Who was I was you know wasn't a bad kid but I was just a rambunctious little shithead. Yeah. Was a total bitch to me. Uh, my brother had already transferred out of Corpus Christi because she was a bitch to him as well. Yeah. She had a real I don't know she had a real problem with my family and um, you know sometimes some of those old nuns who don't get none could be like that. She ended up leaving the uh, convent. Uh, Ooh. After that, she wasn't a happy woman. Yeah, and she's here oh. right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Your life, Chef Pepper. We're bringing this Joan, Sister Mary Shovelface. Here she is. No, I'm fucking with you. But yeah, so go ahead. Fuck Corpus. Uh, keep going. Keep going, Chip. Sorry. You you neglected to mention Corpus when you were going through the Catholic school rivals of Saint Stan's. Corpus is Saint Stan's biggest rival. I would no. agree. I would agree. No. I would agree. Would Absolutely. you agree, Aunt? Aunt, you would agree. I- I don't know. I think well, I think Carmel. 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 MMR maybe now. Well, MMR now, but back then MMR wasn't there. But Carmel was the one that was like, okay, these guys could actually beat us. No one else. Rose I mean, was a rival back then too. Was, uh, hold hold on, Matt. You talk like St. Stan's just dominated every sport. I don't. Not, I, you guys had a good baseball team. That's, I, Oh, we did I have a good baseball team. I, 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 I played a good soccer team. I played soccer there for three years and yeah. I never lost a game. We won the archdiocese, never lost a game, two ties. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. We had 12 guys. We didn't have a soccer team. Because <laughs> <laughs> you sucked. Ours was, ours was co-ed. Our soccer team was co-ed. And I'll tell you, half the fucking girls were the best players on the team. They're fucking incredible, you know. I imagine you're talking St. Stan's guys. You fucking well, slut. They had, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of two. There was what was the uh, what was the football team over there? For some reason, the Romans. Romans. Yeah, Romans. So we had like uh, I want to say Swantech and Dave Roush. Dave Roush, Cole Motley. 
Motley. Yeah. yeah. Motley. They played football, but I mean, we grew up playing soccer. That's kind of one Cannoneers. Go ahead, Scott. Swantek was a monster. Actually, he was like 6'4 in freshman year. Yeah. 300. He was always a big guy. We became good friends with a lot of the St. Stan's guys while we were still in grade school through Romans. Like to the point we were going on like field trip. Like we would, they came on St. Jude field trips with us. Oh. Um, Who? What's that? I'm just saying, I was just like, oh, Oh. wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Roush and Swantech. Really, those two. Roush is a great They would always hang out with St. Jude. There wasn't much of a rivalry with St. Stan's because you guys weren't that good at anything yeah okay whatever uh so chip sorry we interrupted you so you're at uh you're at corpus you give uh you give him the boot you tell sister wants a dick to fuck off and you you cut you're you're in public school but then you would go to like you would you know like you said you had to go through all that schmutz to get in there so who like when you're here as a freshman did you play freshman ball and like, who are you hanging with and how did you like adapting to like the, the Catholic school culture? I got the opportunity to go to um, varsity camp in the summer. Yeah. So that was a big help um, because I was in school three and a half, four weeks before the rest of the school gets there. You're at school, you're hanging, you're meeting guys from there. Like Scott said, you, you're just getting physically crushed by the seniors as a freshman. Yeah. I remember there's there's two guys, the first day I got there for stretches, I, they were leading stretches. I thought they were coaches because they had full beards. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're both seniors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these guys are like fully developed men. Uh, and I'm like, have four hair pairs in my armpits. So <laughs> I'm going through that, you know, that actually helped out a lot. But also, too, then when the school year starts, you're the kid that was with the varsity team through August. And people are saying something about that. You're also the kid from North Penn. Like Scott said, you're a punk who mm-hmm. this, this fucking guy. Blah, blah, blah. And um, you're basically trying to figure out what's going on. Find a couple friends in your grade that you can talk to. Uh, luckily, there was, even though there's like the hazing, what we would call hazing, but it, not in really a super bad way. You might be pantsing someone or you might be pushing around a kid. Uh, but it wasn't anything yeah. too serious, Brad Elsie. Yeah. You know, there was an inclusive factor where the older upperclassmen were kind of taking care of you and letting you hang around and, yeah. and stuff like that. They'll bust your balls while you're there, but they'll let you hang with them. Um, and then as far as the school year starting, like I said, I was like walking on eggshells because if I got 10 to marriage, they would throw me out of there. Yeah. There was an expectation that I was holding myself to, uh, like Rick said, he's on scholarship. I wasn't on scholarship, but I was on like, eggshells and my grandpa had worked at the school for 20 years and he was a big name there with the teachers even still uh and he had passed the spring before he had passed the spring before i went there so that would kind of led me to my decision of getting out of north penn and going to lc and once i got there i said well i was a jerk off at north penn i'm getting in fights i'm telling the teachers to kiss my ass and this and that and um I can't pull that here because my family kind of has the legacy, if you will, here. I want to tarnish my grandpa's name Yeah. And, and moving forward. Like he said, he had that scholarship. Uh, he loses that scholarship. He embarrasses his parents. That that goes in the back of your mind. You're not going to let that happen. Yeah. So that, it was a good thing for you. So that's a positive, though. So it really helped shape you and like kind of build like, you know, the guy you would become and, and like maybe clean you up a little bit and kind of, you know, it was it was it seems like it was very beneficial, like. Right. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Like, you know, little did I know, Mr. G, you would set me up on a really good track there. And, um, you know, like I joined 
council. Yeah, fucking little guy. <laughs> I, I joined the student council. I volunteered to be one of the altar boys. Ended up being one of the head uh, sacristan into the school, which led to like a lot of getting out of class and shit like that in the long run, which was great. And you were set up the chairs, right? You were a chair setter up, right? If you could get that job as head oh. sacristan, you could get <laughs> fucking put it into the job I wanted. <laughs> Job I wanted. Uh, yep. Nice. So very cool. Uh, Jalen Dub. So uh, let's talk about us for a little bit because fuck these Catholic school dweebs. Um, I, have the, uh, I have the same theme. I, I in ninth grade got to go to North Penn's uh, varsity training camp and like the first game they let you like dress, you know, and I they give you the jersey they give you the gear. I remember putting it on like being like hype, you know. And I'm, I don't know, 135 pounds, you know? Yeah. And I see Day and Zebulum. And I remember standing next to Kevin Zebulum and like he's got the tailplate on. One of his legs is the size of both of my legs. And I like stick my head in to be like, hello. And Day just picks me up by my shoulder pads and I'm like choking because like they're not like hanging by. And he just sets me down and just pushes me away. I was just like, <laughs> oh, I hate it here. Uh, yeah. but, but like, but, yeah, the same thing. But you got to go into the, you got to go to the first night game. So like under the lights and shit, you march like in a uh, big Congo nice. line. Yeah. yeah like- Dude, the fucking, I remember like, so I got when I, so I guess the third quarter of my ninth grade year got, you know, left LC. Then I went to Pendale and at Pendale, it, ninth grades are the old kids. So I went from being like legit the shit, yeah. the bottom of the fucking scum of the fucking barrel to being like ruling the roost for like a month. Then left there, then go to North Penn back in the shit bottom of the barrel. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. It was, you know, it was a whole thing. Tom, what about you? How was freshman year for you? Uh, I mean, I got too much into it. I, uh, freshman year was like, freshman year was weird. So I was like, I would say a late bloomer. Like I said, <laughs> I was 4'11 mm-hmm. and about 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. And so when I was at St. Stan's, you know, I was always screwing around in school. I was messing around. I was trying to make people laugh. And so I guess my eighth grade humor wasn't as good as high school humor at the time. So there was a learning curve there. Yeah. But yeah, um, rough crowd. But so especially like early on, I think so my best friend at the time or, you know, one of my best friends still Bill Madden. Shout he, out Screwball. We played soccer. And so he was a starting varsity. Yeah. In the paper team. and all that. So mm-hmm. like I barely made the soccer and like, so then I made the soccer team. I ended up, you know, doing well, but um, he scores like two goals the first game against North Penn to tie the game. And he's like doing really well. And like what happened for me was I got there and all these people like were like moving in and finding these groups. And I was kind of lost at the time. Like I didn't have a, really a group to to hold on. So I was just like, you know, kind of just getting through eventually. And so like uh, I was getting through, I was trying to make some friends. And, mm. uh, you know, I think that's when I kind of, I don't know, maybe I, I went a little bit more towards like the neighborhood friends that I had had at the time or whatever. Yeah, but I wasn't like hanging out and, and stuff like that. It wasn't until about sophomore year when I started to like click with everybody, get like a little more, I guess, popularity. But um, uh, freshman year, you know, it was just like a normal year where I had to, I had to learn a lot about yeah. about who I was as a person. Yeah, <laughs> sounds rough, but you know, it was it was a little bit rough. Yeah, you know, because like I said, my best friend, who is now like this soccer star, mm-hmm. like 
was too cool for me you know what yeah. i mean and then i'm like you know over here and i'm like you're like hey right, bill you know? hey it's me hey. <laughs> so much that i would never i was never like i was never like a hey like whatever like you know whatever so stupid yeah but you're freshman you know. and so like everything's about like you're meeting people and you're trying to be like somewhat cool or whatever yeah. and so like this these people that weren't necessarily even cool when we were in eighth grade are now popular and i'm like what the fuck is happening like you were like <laughs> like swan tech i was like are you kidding me you're fucking the the class president yeah. i was like like to be honest like i mean i don't i don't want to start saying all these names because i'll be like no way like i was like you, like you know all these people that i was you know friends with are now like i'm not friends with them i guess you know what i mean so it was like it was an odd thing for me and then like i said my man rick took me under his wing it was like you can hang out and stuff like that and then the buttheads were created. <laughs> the buttheads. Yeah. Sounds like a real rough freshman year. Almost as rough as getting your head. Oh, yeah. By the way, my sister sweet. was a junior. And so that wasn't much of a advantage. Uh, you at least had an advantage. A cool older brother. <laughs> who who had that advantage? Ricky? Ah, <laughs> yeah. This is like, well, okay. On to the next person, Matt. I mean, we can talk about these problems later. Oh, problems? <laughs> They're problems now? Oh, I didn't know that. Like Jeez. It. Yeah. So, okay, let's keep it moving then. So yeah, tell, get him in line, Chip. <laughs> so let's keep it moving. So this is what I want to talk about. We're going to get to the meat of things. So I'm going to let, well, I'll start off with a little one. I want to go over maybe some pranks or some hijinks or some shenanigans that might have happened. Maybe not. Here's a little one that I did that really got some shit. Um, I went to school drunk and got expelled. So there you go. That was my big shenanigan. Um, but also, uh, I was on the wrestling team, like we said. And I remember, uh, <laughs> so I created a wrestling team, a fictitious wrestling team that was all female. And I used <laughs> the girls at our school, right? And I did it by weight class. And, you know, when you're in the lower weights, maybe the middle weights, it's fine. But yeah, the heavyweight, she was not happy and did not want to be on the team. And I gave it to somebody. I think I gave it to Deary. And the girls saw it and was like pretty fucking mad. And I was like, oh boy. So yeah, I almost got my head taken off. But either way, that was just a stupid thing. But uh, Ant, let's start with you. Do you recall or do you remember or does anything ring a bell? Maybe not something you did or something you saw or any shenanigans, hijinks, ballyhoo, if you will. Dude, I, I, it's funny you tell that story because I can't remember if it was sophomore or junior year, but me and like one other guy, two other guys, like you, you made a team based on like weight. Yeah. You made a team like everybody here like remembers like the reporter like, yeah, we talk about like Bill Madden being first team, you know, all like North the intelligencer. Yeah, 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 intelligencer and all that. And like, you know, whatever, like we made we did the same thing, but we did it with like the chicks, like we, in, in school. We did like first team ass, like second team boobs. <laughs> yes. Area. Dude, it was bad. And like all we, area we, ass. <laughs> like we we put it like we like typed it out. We printed it out and like we posted it all over the bathrooms, all over the lockers. <laughs> Like, oh, like God. sitting here now, like at, you know, much older than we are, like, I'm like, God, I was, that was a dickhead move, you know, like, 
Why would that you? That was ever- the non-intelligencer. Oh, please. <laughs> if you're Jeez. if you're a chick and you made that list, you're like, all right. <laughs> well, you're ha- aren't you happy about that? <laughs> yeah, right? you're like, yeah. Fuck you didn't yeah, know who made it, ass. but who gives a shit? You're on it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I, like at the moment, it was the funniest thing. Like we did that year, but like I don't know. Like looking back, I'm like, why did you do that? I'm do sure you remember it's somewhere. <laughs> do you remember who made first team all area ass? <laughs> oh, dude, I, I I don't even know if I can go that deep. Like I'm sure I remember. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you every single you, person came on yeah, that. You get, I'll cut it and just I'll cut it if you want to say it. I'll cut it, dude. I mean, I, I don't even know if I can say because I think there's probably some some loved ones that are probably on the list. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Shout I mean, out Katie Outland, fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hell, Matt. Saint Jude, by the way. Saint Jude. Saint Jude, by the way. Area team. Way to go, Katie. Shout out. Oh, dude. God. <laughs> I love Katie. She's awesome, though. She's she's on the all area awesome team. That's what she's safe. Good safe. Anyone, yeah. uh, anyone not related to people, or all right, fuck it in. I won't put you in that position. Sorry, buddy. I'll find uh, a floppy disk. I'll try to find it. Oh man, get to so the Windows ninety eight going. Yeah, it's on my desktop somewhere. Yeah, very nice. Uh, okay, very cool. So, uh, all right, very nice. Love it. Thank you. Shout out to the all area ass team. Big fans of the show. Listen to the show. Uh, let's keep it moving. Scotty, too hottie. Any pranks, shenanigans, ballyhoo, miscreants going down? What do you got? Besides I mean, getting was, pantsed and uh, flashing the whole grade, what's going on? Um, I mean, I was pretty much a square all through high school. I didn't really do much. Um, hold on, hold on, what, hold on. Would a square be blaring DMX and dipping in their uh, car? So I'm, I'm, I'm getting to this. I got a story. About it. So um, back sophomore year, I used to have a red Honda Accord. Had a nice system in it. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> it was around like two o'clock, and these older classmen convinced me like hey let's cut eighth period and we'll go get slushies in 7-eleven so we're driving there we go get the uh, slushies and then we're driving back and i was like yeah I was like, i'm cool you know first time i ever cut class slushies i'm put, i got a chew in we're bumping our system and then bam fucking crashed my car into a uh semi truck <laughs> we, we were late for practice i had to call my mom my mom's like what the fuck are you doing you're supposed to be in class. I was like, I know, but I, he's up for class and convinced me to leave. She's like, you're fucking done. And uh, <laughs> so I hurt myself. Um, and the, the funny story was that we all had slushies and the slushies went projected forward. And I thought somebody like got cut in the back and it was all blood that shot out. <laughs> it was all slushies all over the car. The car was totaled. Um, oh. Got in trouble with my mom. Coach Aljo was disappointed. I actually sat again. Uh, Chip, it was your senior year. Um, yep, remember this. Yeah. Oh God, it was terrible. But other than that, I really do. I didn't, you know, I didn't do any. Pr- I was bored. Really. I mean, After scared to do anything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I remember. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say boring. I remember a couple of your girlfriends, and you should have been the kicker on the team for how much you're out kicking your coverage, buddy. Well, let me fucking <laughs> tell you, pal. All right. Uh, hey. <laughs> Still true to this day. I am a hey. ugly son of a bitch. But. Hey man, <laughs> they must have saw something when you got pants. Who knows? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that never worked out. She never called, never called. Yeah, well, that's well. She probably called Chip, and she's like, "Hey, did you see the size of that guy's fucking baby's arm holding an apple?" You know. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Yeah. So you got, so wait, so you totaled the car. So wait, is that why you had it? Cause I remember you had like a white, like old, like after sedan. That. That was okay. Correct. That was after. So you had this nice car. fucking oh, red God. car. How did you get the card? Was like, you just. So it was a hand me down for my brother because he was oh. a freshman in college. So he couldn't have a car. So I put like a nice system in. I had the muffler on it. I had, you know, the blue LED light. Oh. Was, uh, yes. And it just, and like you said, I remember I picked you up. Yeah. The DMX. That was, yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. What are you gonna do? That's them. Them speed of brakes, man. You break the yeah. rules and bad things happen. You know. One time. That was the only time I've cut. One time. Hey, one and done. You learn your lesson. Yeah. Nice. So okay. So. Let's keep it moving. Thanks for that, Scott. Uh, Riff and Hoof Mill Flanin. Um, How much time do we have? So, <laughs> any shenanigans, hijinks, you know, oh, riffraff? Um, shout out, end? shout out your sister. <laughs> Fan of the show, listener of the show. Um, uh, Tom, I, I might need some of your help here because I, mean, I, I have a hard time remembering. A lot of the stuff that we got. Well, you into. know what's funny is what Anthony was saying something about someone knocking the books out of one of my favorite things was we'd be walking down the hallway and someone would be coming the other way and you would just yell in their face like you'd go, ah! <laughs> it was like hilarious. But I mean you gotta go with the mice, dude. Yeah, the mice was the, the, was the goat. That was classic um please, please elaborate all right so you're in catholic school and shout you out hold masses in school like church so yeah. we would all go to the auditorium and have church in the auditorium yeah um the so auditorium is our gym we don't have the yeah. gym yeah. yeah the gym yeah the gym had a stage in it with bleachers and all that and that's where yep. you would go and they would set up chairs that was Chip's job is a sacristan. He's setting up the chairs. Fucking best job in town. God, I wanted that job. But either way, you know. So um, a couple friends, Tom being one of them, uh, we decided. Uh, Tom, did you go for the trip that day? Dude, it was so just me Petco? and you that went. Do you, do you uh, was remember? It, it wasn't Cooper. Okay. Do you remember? Do you remember what you're wearing? I remember what Tom was wearing. Tom, really? It, it was a dress down Sweet. day. And Tom was wearing a Boy Scouts uniform from fourth grade. <laughs> so we when you cut- got it, you got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, uh- <laughs> With looks like that, you could wear anything, even a so diaper. The priests we knew- were really friendly to me that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you showed up as an altar server, yeah. God, they couldn't keep their hands off you. Huh? Oh my God. <laughs> You thought the, the girls in the Catholic school school outfits were hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay, so we, we we hatched a plan to let go during this mass with everyone in the gymnasium during school hours. So Tom and I cut class. We go out, jump in my car, and we drive to Petco, um, which is five minutes away. And we go into Petco and buy as much mice as they'll fit into the box for us it's like a happy meal type of box (laughs) so (laughs) they fit all these mice in and we drive back to school and it was like the little white mice that you would feed to your pet boa constrictor oh sure we bring this into to school in everyone's in class you know the bells rung so we're sneaking through the halls looking around corners and we get to my locker and what, put the box see in. matt didn't you i did. see you matt you, yeah. so you, like, you, you guys initially exactly you guys initially got back and i'm at my locker and you came up to me and you're like dude put these in your locker right now and i was like all right and then you put them in there <laughs> 
And then we came and grabbed them at the end of the period and we transferred them to either yours or my locker, Rick, whichever was closest to the uh, auditorium. So then the bell rings and it's time for mass. And by this time we had recruited, I I can remember of at least one other person, Cooper, and there may have been others. And everyone, everyone huddles around our locker and um, we start shoving these mice into all our pockets are they like squirming, squirming around? In oh, your it was crazy. At like, one point, I felt something on my shoulder, and I looked over, <laughs> and there's a mouse on my shoulder, and I grabbed it and like put it in my pocket, <laughs> like because I was like, oh shit. So we go into the mess, and we're, we're up for class or was juniors. It junior, junior year. So we're sitting on the floor, and we're um, you're sitting and, and on chairs holding, on the floor. folding chairs on the, yeah. the okay. like, mid court of the basketball court there. Yeah. And we let the the mass procession come in, and then um, suddenly we signal each other like, "All right, it's time, it's time." It was and like we a look. All, we like looked like just inside, go. inside out your pocket, and just let them all fly. So nothing happened, and we're sitting there just kind of waiting and waiting. And all of a sudden, someone jumps up onto a chair, and people are screaming, and it spreads everywhere. (laughs) There's mice running all over the gymnasium. (laughs) The whole mass is shut down. They rush everyone out. Um, It it was one of the greatest. So I, dude, I was, so you guys had hid the mics in my locker, right? And the way they would do it is they would call you down by grade to go to the auditorium. So not everyone was going at once. So I remember I'm in my class and I'm like, yo, they're fucking letting mice out there in the sports assembly. Like, cause I think it was a sports assembly. Was it? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I told everyone, I was like, yo, they're letting fucking mice out. They're letting fucking mice out. And I just told like a couple of my buddies in my class. Right. And, uh, there, and so we're waiting to be called and I'm like, this is great. And we were waiting forever and ever and ever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't they letting us go? Apparently I think you guys had let them out before everyone was in there. And then that's why you guys had to get all the mice. And then they called the rest of everybody in. <laughs> and yeah. And no, then, they, uh, they did not get all the mice because oh, the, this prank was a basketball game. I remember yeah. that Saturday we're still maybe wrestling or something and we're at the the school and there's a girls basketball game and they're out there playing and all of a sudden people in the the stands are standing up and screaming (laughs) and these are all coming back out it was amazing lived on for a good week (laughs) nice tom you ended up uh well, was that the the straw that broke the camel's back for us? That was uh, that was the uh, that was close was that, to the end. That was close yeah. to the end. There, was that the bell, Tom? Oh uh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. For Christ's fucking sake! All right. Speaking of, shout out, fan of the show, listen to the show, JC, Christ. Lord and Savior. All right. So let's keep it moving. Thanks for that. Uh, any anything else, Riffin Who? For is that good? Just one. You can no, do whatever the fuck you want. I, 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 dude, there were so many. We cut class and launched water balloons into the school and actually broke windows doing that. That was bad. Um, the bell. There was, oh, one that came to mind earlier from listening to this, this conversation that I still think was one of the funniest ever. And we have documentation of it. It's in our yearbook, actually. Our junior year with the the uh, spirit rally or the pep rally, hmm. the cheerleaders with help of some others, um, each grade's cheerleaders would come up with a poster 
for their grade, right? And like yeah. I'm talking a huge, like 20 foot tall by 10 yeah. foot wide poster, and you could do whatever you want with it, and it represents your grade. And they always rip down the freshman year poster, you know, yeah. it's part of it. Our junior year, we did a poster, and the theme was like out of this world or something, and it was an alien. Yeah. And there was a rocket ship blasting off. But the thing was like the rocket ship was very obvious. Like it was supposed to be if you look sideways at it. Oh, it was but a you dick. didn't have to look sideways. <laughs> it's a blunt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a big blunt <laughs> lit up on the like. And it was a wall size poster in the middle. No one ever picked up on it. Nice. Very Wasn't cool. There a, uh, like a. Didn't someone put like a dildo on the on the crusader? on the crusader? I did that yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> we got a hold of the uh, scaffolding in the gym, and I had a key to the gymnasium because of wrestling, so we could get in down to the weight room and then up into the gym. And we there was scaffolding in the gym, so we got a dildo from uh, Adult World and hung it up on the mascot, the crusader that they had like. <laughs> 15 feet up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> that was on a, like a, a Saturday morning before all the day's sporting events. Dude, that's the best. Nice. Yeah, they were endless. It was a bad time. Like, I mean, it was an awesome time, but Tom got eventually ended up getting the boot for our shenanigans. And mm. I lost that academic scholarship for going on disciplinary probation. <laughs> was it worth it? Yes. Yeah. Because nice. I'm not talking about sitting in class doing my studies right now. Yeah. Very uh, nice. Very nice. So they had cool. no Catholic, uh, they didn't have an alarm. Like, uh, like a fire alarm? No, or, like, a, like a school like, alarm. Oh. Like a door alarm. Yeah, if you had the key to get into the weigh room, you could just do whatever you wanted in the school. And if yep. you if you knew someone that might work at Wilson's Hardware and you had the key in your pocket for like a couple hours, you might be able to <laughs> hardware and give it to make a key. That, you know, it says, do not duplicate. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I still have a copy, Chip. <laughs> pretty sure. Oh, wow. So maybe if it snowed like two feet and you had a copy of the school key, you could go over there, play basketball, and do whatever the fuck you wanted in the school. There was no cameras. There was no yeah. security. And there was no alarm on the school at all. Damn. So, all right. Well, let's keep it moving. Th- that being said, uh, Chip, any pranks or riffraff, shenanigans, ballyhoo, anything come to mind uh, for you? Lots. Uh, like we touched on earlier I was one of the head sacristans in my grade. And if you don't know what that is, <clears throat> the sacristan is in charge of setting up for mass and assisting the priest. They're not the altar server. They're not the altar boy. They're not in the mass necessarily, but they're in charge of transforming the gym into like a church, bringing in all the tables, bringing in all the chairs, bringing in the altar, bringing in the microphones, all this stuff. It would take you like three hours. Your whole school day will be doing this, you know, to set up for mass. And if you could work your way into the, the head sacristan spot, which I did, and my partner in crime was Jack Byers. He was the other head sacristan. Shout out, man show. Um, you basically had like, I'll equivalent to the like, the concierge cell. You had car blanche of the school at that point. Uh, you know, you could pretty much go where you wanted to. And if any of the teachers call you out, you would just say, Oh, uh, you know, I'm setting up for Father Tribbs. Father Tribbs was the shout minister. Out Father Tribbs. Yeah, shout out Father Tribbs. Father Tribbs was the minister of the school and handicapped, so he couldn't get around. Anything he needed to do, he had to have us run around the school and do it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times out of class. Um, one story that comes to mind that has to do with this is um, and none of these guys will mind me mentioning names in the story uh before school started in august yet 
there would be a, and you guys might know this for soccer, an athletic welcome back mass. Okay. And be on like a Sunday night at school before school started. It'd mostly be like athletes there with their parents and all the coaches would be there. Mm-hmm. Like a welcome back to them to school. And my uh, senior year, uh, my friends Pete Durkin, uh, Lisa Donahue, Eric Geiger were over Lisa Donahue's house. Uh, they tanked like a couple bottles of orange vodka, Gordon's orange vodka, right? And I'm not drinking because it's football season. So, you know, we're... We're trying to not drink during the season or whatever. Coach made us sign a pledge every year. And uh, to be honest with you, like 90% of the kids stayed to that pledge once they put their name on the paper. So I I was on the side. Yeah, surprising, right? So I was on the side of that. And uh, I wasn't drinking. The next day, we have to set up for this man. One of those like alcohol poisoning times for my buddy Pete Durkin. He drank like a bottle of this vodka. And he's supposed to be the school mascot. So they were going to like knight him. Right. What's the mess? Right. He was a school. Mascot. They were going to like knight him at this mass. He was supposed to go up with the uniform on and the cape, get down on one knee and, you know, knight <laughs> full sword. And uh, he's in the bathroom. Me and Jack are setting up chairs. We're doing our thing. He's in the bathroom dry heaving like the whole afternoon. Oh. Sweats. Oh. I mean, first, first time you really get like that. And uh, we're set up. We got like an hour before mass. I don't know where the priest went. Tribs is downstairs doing something. Father Choppy was the celebrant. He was the head priest for that mass. He was also the president of school. Mm-hmm. You got Choppy. He won't mind me mentioning his story either. Uh, he's in his office. So me and Jack are like being jerk offs, doing whatever we want to do, fooling around. And I happen to say like, yeah, I'm going to throw on the Crusaders costume real quick. And uh, well, I got this Crusaders costume. Let me get the, the golden handled sword. That's like our school sword. Let me fuck with this and play with this for a little <laughs> bit. Um, so that passes. I put the sword down. I, I start to undo my the, the costume, which I wasn't supposed to have on. And uh, in slow motion, I look over, I see the school sword <laughs> fell on the ground and the school sword snapped in half. Oh. And uh, yeah, just that's happening. Father Choppy <laughs> walks into the upstairs, which is the activities office right next to the, that's where we were, right mm-hmm. next to the gym. Father Choppy walks in there and only me and Jack and Durkin in there and the school sword sitting there broken in half. Oh. I got the school cape on. I got literally the cape on. And he's like, what the hell is going on in here? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's broken. And, uh, you know, he flipped at me, he threw some curse words out, which was, you know, pretty rare for one of the priests to do. And, and he just said, you know, this is the symbol of our school spirit. And now you turned it into sh- I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> and at that point, you know, I'm like a senior captain of the football team. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I am fucked. This goes to Algio. I'm fucked. Yeah. And to be honest with you, Father Tripp's cover for me. He told Choppy not to say a fucking word to anybody about it, which was Damn. huge. Shout out yeah. Tripp. Big shout out Tripp. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't really a prank, but that was one thing that I fucked up. <laughs> nice. Some of my best. Franks came from, uh, you remember the, the, the senior lockers were like the taller, the longer ones, everything mm-hmm. like that. And Anthony said, you try to set up with someone to put half your books in their locker. So you'd have to carry all your yeah. books around. My girlfriend uh, had her locker right next to um, uh, her junior year. She had her locker right next to the science lab. And Mrs. Williams was the teacher there, Mrs. Oh. Bill, you know, she was a tough cook. And um, she was she was the head of student council, if you remember, Rick. Well, she would leave yeah. her key 
in the door. She would leave her keys in the door of the, the fucking thing. So the one day I was just like, yo, what the fuck, man? What a dumbass. I just ganked her keys out of there. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that led us to, you know, we had like the, the blizzards of 96 back then. We'd be in there fucking around like that whole week. And um, we did a couple things, man. We would fuck with the teacher's furniture, flip their furniture around backwards. A lot of times we'd be setting up for masks. Like after a basketball game, we'd have to go in at 10 o'clock at night and set up for the masses and shit. So Trips would have a team of like 14 people setting up chairs. Me and Jack would disappear and go into a teacher's room, put a Christmas tree on their desk and all kinds of fucking dumb shit like that. <laughs> you know, nice. the, mice, the, the mice prank, legendary. I don't think anything top that, man. That is fucking great. That was on a whim. <laughs> that was yeah. just, you know, a quick talk before homeroom. We're like, all right, let's do it. Two periods later, we're in, in a car. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you get away with a lot of this shit more yeah. than you. Yeah, they, they didn't have the security. They didn't have. Like, that's true. That's true. Like, you, yeah, I would, was, you would get in full blown fights in the hallway, and as soon as somebody came to broke it up, if you just bolted, they like would never find you again. Yeah, but like as far as like leaving the school though, like you could. But, like, also there was, like, the creeper. Remember we called him the creeper? It was, like, the security guy that would just drive around the parking lot and stuff. Like, you could leave the school, but it wasn't the easiest and stuff. I mean, there's just too many kids to keep track of. So there was, like, yeah. a lot of things you could do. I easily left every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, fucking good for you. Sorry. <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, you know, you could leave and stuff. It wasn't, like, but, like, but like even though you left and there was a lot of, like, you know, like, they would notice you left, though. You know but no, mean? if you came for homeroom, so they wouldn't report. I mean, I had the whole system down and like, we'd go over it. But because as long as they report the homeroom, you're like the, your pod principal would get the marker that you're there. But you're like single classrooms wouldn't report that you were absent until like the end of the day. So if you showed up to like the last two classes, they'd be like, what's up with this? And then be like, I was here. Like, she must have just missed me. You know, like you get away with a couple of those. You get away with all kinds of nonsense. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah, and I knew my my reporting like assistant to the principal lady. It was a, a kid I grew up with, mom, and she loved me. Like I just reported to her. I would like walk by and wave to her, and she'd be like, "Oh, he's here today," and like pull the slip out from like certain classes. Uh, uh. Being able to choose was key, no matter what high school you went to. Yeah, you had to have a good in. Yeah, mm. very cool. All right, nice. Uh, no, you're good, uh, Justin. Though, as far as pranks, you had what I told you, you, it's it's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, North Penn had a big library. There'd be like 30 people in there. Every book has a barcode on, on it, and you have to it walk had through. a big what? Library. God damn you, you fucking Popeyes, chicken, and fucking libraries. What else are you I, say I won't be judged you by fucking, you people. You fucking cheeseball-loving animals. What? Oh. All right. Go ahead. Fucking, but in the, in the library, library, they all had barcodes, and you had to walk through a, the detector thing at Ugh. the two entrances. And I would spend my whole afternoon sometimes just sneaking books into people's backpacks and then just watching <laughs> them leave and the alarm going off. It was my yep. favorite thing in yep. the whole world. And like, I would get like, like sometimes there would be 30 people in there and I would have 23 books and backpacks and I would just like, I'd be giddy. I would sit at the computer lab and just wait and it would be my whole afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know what would happen. So the way it is, is that all the books had a barcode on it and the entrance to, there was only one entrance exit to the library library. And uh, when, you know, there was like, you know, the thing, it was like a store. Like if you try to walk out of a store and you have the something, alarm the, would go off. the alarm goes like a off. Red. Yeah. 
So what Justin is saying, if you tried to leave the book or leave the library without the book being scanned, right, then the alarm goes off. So what he does is he takes these books, he puts them in. Did you have like favorite books? Like, oh, here's a thin one. The Adventures of, uh, you know, Huckleberry Finn. The easiest, the easiest scheme was there was like a copy room. So people would leave their backpack unintended. So whatever book was close, you know, would just go in because you would walk around with a handful and you'd look for unoccupied backpacks and just whoop. If it was open, it's easily going in. Sometimes you would do the nice where like they'd hang it on their back of the chair. You unzip it real quiet when they're not paying attention. Stick, zip it back up. And then they have no idea. It's oh, my favorite thing. Because sometimes you get kids like I would pay attention. Like sometimes kids would be runners, yo. Like the alarm would go off and they would just bolt. And then like the lady's got to come behind the desk and go chase them down. Oh, so much. It was it was my favorite thing to do. They didn't. Go ahead, Rick. You sound like a pickpocket, but you're running around putting library books. In <laughs> it brought me so much joy. Uh, Justin, I thought you were going to say, um, wasn't there a prank when you were there that ended up on like that MTV oh, show? The, yeah, all the forks in the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was time for that. I didn't even know. I was like, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I don't even. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, let's keep moving because that's going to be fucking cut. So, Tom, anything. Uh, <laughs> Anything, uh, any, uh, any shit you got going pranks wise, anything ring a bell? (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, I mean, obviously the mouse, the mouse story. Sure. Um, That old chestnut. A lot of fun. Uh, I'm trying to think like what else, you know, cause I was doing at that time, we were doing a lot of like film work. We were doing a lot of stuff like what was the Tom Lavelle show on, channel one so yeah. i would air yes. these episodes on channel one and so i guess at mr g was uh i had aired a couple and there was one and i thought honestly it was so upsetting because i was like this is our best one yet we've done like three or four of them and it was um i want to say it was fanatic michael bond we called it so if you remember the show on mtv it was called bond. fanatic yeah and you were like a fan of some like you know celebrity yeah. and i we had made one fanatic michael bond who was who, our class president at the time okay and uh so i was like michael bond's biggest fan and i'm like oh my god i'm his biggest fan blah, blah. like i can't wait to meet him like this is gonna be so amazing and like we were like halfway through and g came into channel one and like ripped it off and i had like got he was like you're 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 leaving this school <laughs> but so <laughs> What, uh, what had happened the one time is we had wrestling practice and um, it was the end of the night and we're going to leave. And if you know where the library is, um, God damn it. it lands the Catholic <laughs> uh, outside of the library was this brown bell on the big. second floor. Right. Uh, no, I think it was on the first floor. First floor. So there's a big brown bell mm-hmm. there. And so I just remember I always walked by this big brown bell and I would like, bang it when i would walk to different classes or whatever so it's the end of like wrestling practice there's no one there at at the school and we're getting ready to to leave and i was like i'm gonna take this bell (laughs) so i (laughs) took the bell off the thing put in my bag peyton was there and i was like yo let's roll and like i grabbed peyton and like we we left and i went home and i grabbed the bell and i put it into my closet at home like i just i had this brown bell now yeah so the next day was kind of funny because i was like in class and i'm like looking out and i like see like the janitors going through everyone's locker like they're looking they're searching for this bell like where is this bell 
Well, come to find out, the bell was blessed by the Pope. And I didn't know the bell was blessed by the Pope. <laughs> so, yeah. so I didn't know that. And so I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, this is this is not good. So so we had to do um, what was like our uh, not penance. What was when you confession? So we had to do confession. And so confessional is a thing where if you tell like the priest, like something that's happening, they can't say anything. So yeah. well, I had to go to the priest. I was like, look, I stole the bell. I don't know what I should do. You know, there's this <laughs> bell going on. No, I'm joking. I didn't do that. But so uh, <laughs> eventually <laughs> mom and dad were like going through our rooms now because they were curious of us doing drugs. And so uh, <laughs> was also true. my mom, my mom found uh, we had made a potato cannon. Right. And uh, my mom found like uh, rubber cement. And because we use it to make the potato <laughs> cannon. Are right? you huffing glue? And she's Are like, you huffing glue? You huffing glue? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> We're like, no, um, but maybe no, I will. No, it's nothing bad, mom. We made a cannon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't huff it. We just use yeah. it to shoot a potato. But yeah. no, oh, and but so do you remember? Do you remember? Because Anthony, your relatives lived by my uncle Bob in Doylestown. And Thanksgiving, we had the potato cannon, and we walked down past where your aunt was or whatever. Oh, my aunt and uncle, yeah. Yeah, and we walked by them, and we had the potato cannon. And I remember you looking out. I'm like, oh, (laughs) fooch. And you're like, dude, what the hell are you guys doing? We're like, we're going to go shoot this turkey carcass out of the potato can and uh and it fucking worked it was pretty it was good. awesome yeah but so shout out fan of the show listen to the show potato can. i grab the bell i take off i throw it in my gym bag we leave i go home i put it there and i kind of forget about it like it's just sitting on like a, a shelf in in the closet a couple months later it was right around easter time yeah. this is right as i was like getting ready to like be gone and uh my parents find the bell they're like what is this you know where, where did you get this like what the hell is this bell mm-hmm. and i was like well you know i stole it from the school and so shout out to father tribs again they call father tribs tribs comes and has comes dinner to the house. house yeah we t- I tell him what i did i took the bell i give him the bell back we wrapped but my mom still wanting to be like a prankster i guess uh, she wraps this thing in like saran wrap and like all this cellophane and she's we like putting put all like cutouts in. in there of like yeah, clouds yeah like all this shit. stuff in there like yeah we'll give it back to you but we're gonna like wrap it up in some shit you know what i mean so we like fill it with like i guess easter was coming up so we filled it with like all this like it was like an easter basket or some shit so trips takes it back he's like i won't tell anybody that you took it or whatever and then a couple weeks later i was i left the school (laughs) i don't think he told anybody it was just you know i was always fucking around i was always late always demerits all this other shit but trips i mean god bless him like trips came over he thought it was hilarious and he He was like and you know what he like was so happy that he was the guy that like we trusted to tell because he's like you wouldn't believe the amount of times that this stuff has happened and people come to me and stay like, Oh, we have this or, Oh, I did this or I did this. And he like covers them. Like Chip was saying Chip covered, like he covered for Chip. Like I gave Tribs this bell and he returned it like, Hey, no questions asked. Like I found the first thing. And like, I guess he was the guy that like people would confide in, you know, I don't know. Tribs so, was hey, awesome. Good, dude. Tribs yeah. was cool. He was great dude. 
Yeah, he took us to a doubleheader one time uh, when we played. It was the Phillies against the Padres at Veterans Stadium. He took us to a doubleheader. I think it was like 4th of July something weekend maybe. But, yeah, he's and we were in like a suite. It was awesome, the best. But sorry, Chip, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Uh, A lot of teachers ended up resenting him because of that. Yeah. I kind of understand that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of professional jealousy. He got a lot of shit from teachers because they would be like, oh, they're Tribs' boys. Tribs will cover for whoever, you know, they're Tribs' kids so they can, you know. Yeah. Jack and Chip are just fucking around the whole day because they're Tribs' guys. And you're like, you're no fucking shit. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) <laughs> he he was such a positive Suck impact it. on all these guys. How are you gonna argue yeah. against that? Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, what to be honest, like, look, there was nothing wrong with the bell. It was in like the same exact harmless. shape. I it was really it was I didn't know it was blessed by the Pope. Like I said, I told him the whole story. I was like, dude, like I'm like I legit like I didn't mean to like be you know the Antichrist or something. You know I'm what I mean? So, like, yeah. so I was like, look here, like you know, and he was he was like, this hat, you know what? It happens. This and that, like kind of like and a like normal person should be like, I'm gonna yeah. return it. I won't tell yeah. anybody. Like it was pretty cool actually. Like I'll, I'll say that about so we we did millions of pranks i couldn't think about half of them anymore but all our pranks were harmless like we weren't we weren't hurting other people's feelings even you know they weren't targeted at people it was mostly just to get a laugh out of as many folks as we could Mm -hmm. um but it was it was all harmless fun right so that's when people say like oh you got asked to leave school i was like well i wasn't really mean or bad or anything like that i just I just, it was just, it was too much. I was over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like, it just yeah. was never ending the circus of uh, Tom Lavelle. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So let's keep it moving. Um, all right. So this, I reached out to a friend, a uh, friend of the show, listener of the show, former guest of the show, Ron Scott Lesky, also another LC alum. And I was like, hey, do you remember anything about this school that you went to? And he had a couple things that he wanted to discuss. So I'll start, Chip, we'll start with you on this one. We'll go backwards. So um, he had two, first off, he wanted to talk about the bathrooms being from the 1950s and how nasty the fake cheesesteaks were. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Chip? The bathrooms were from the 1950s. No shit. They never re- they never updated no, the No, a lot of shit. You know, <laughs> the, um, doors on the shitters because the people would treat them like animals and they would like take a dump on the toilet seat. <laughs> and, and like, I don't know, I, maybe Scott's freshman year, or maybe before you guys got there, there was just one fucking guy. He didn't, he's in fucking law enforcement now, but every day he would take a shit on the toilet seat. And it's, yeah, man, you know, it's got corn in it. Like, what the fuck, dude? You know, who, who, the, I mean, like, sports, the guys that wrestled and were at school till seven o'clock at night, they would never do that because they got to use those bathrooms. It was like, uh-huh. you know, the, the, the weird kids. Yeah, the bathrooms suck. The cheesesteaks, though, like Tom was saying after you said it, but like you were pumped because of the school lunch. Yeah. Like your average, Scott will tell you this, like your average caloric cake was probably like 3,500 calories at lunch. You would eat a cheesesteak, a, a pretzel with cheese, a large fry, a large iced tea, three chocolate chip cookies, and maybe you'd get something else. Damn. You know, yeah, I would destroy those lunches because I was just trying to like beef hard as I could, get, you know, yeah. gain weight. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I remember coming from – well, Anthony, me and you had talked about this, is that, like, in Catholic school, you there there was – we had this thing called Hot Lunch Day, 
right? Awesome. Where once a week they would bring in hot lunch and it would either be hot dogs, uh, pizza, chicken nuggets, or hoagies, right? And you would like, and they would rotate it and it was, you know, like one every Tuesday or something like that, right? And it was the fucking best day. And if you didn't get hot lunch on hot lunch day, it was the fucking worst yeah. thing ever, right? Total asshole if you didn't get hot lunch. You're sitting there eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> McDonald's burger and French. Oh, and they had like and they had fucking little Caesars, I think was what was it for a while. But yeah, dude, no. We, hot lunch was the best. So I'm I'm with chipping like when we got to LC, it was like it's hot lunch every day. They fucking hot lunch <laughs> every, every day. Hot lunch. Every day's fucking <laughs> hot lunch day. I was like, fucking let's go. Yeah. Well, I don't remember like the cheesesteaks. Obviously, they're not going to be the greatest cheesesteak you ever had. It's cafeteria sure. food. But like, I don't remember them being terrible. You know, guess, like, you they know, were, Ron's a he's average cheesesteak, you know, you know, like, oh, fucking I, Mr. Italian <laughs> over here. Hey. My my brother wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up about those cheesesteaks. And to the point where we coordinated one day him to sneak me out of that side door, I guess it would be on what? Eighth street. One day seventh, I pulled up and seventh. he ran me seventh. Yeah. He ran me out of cheesesteak at like, you know, one fifteen in the afternoon. And I like pulled away. Like it was a fucking drug deal and like ate it. And I was like, it's a fucking it's a public school fucking cheesesteak. What the yeah, fuck's going on? Here? Same like, it was better. It, it was better than North Bend's, but like, it wasn't like he told me Wait. like it was the greatest thing in the he's world. saying it was awesome he was like this is the best cheesesteak you'll ever yeah. eat in your whole life and what? i'm like what wasn't bad i mean i don't remember it being i don't, I don't remember, remember any of the cafeteria this is when we were kids no i yeah. have never heard anyone talk bad about it until yeah. tonight if you guys remember they didn't chop up the cheesesteak it was a straight patty no yeah, yeah, it was a patty yeah. oh so it was no, like it, a gino's type of all right yeah exactly it was, mm, yeah. were nine years old they didn't have the fucking rich power to, to chop them up yeah they could only over one time they flipped yeah. them over once they melted the cheese they put on the roll it was so greasy the top of the roll was translucent you could wow. see through. <laughs> they were yeah, super chefs over there mm. oh looked like a glazed donut is it <laughs> yeah it's it awesome on the top Fuck it, you know what though Chip, the, so like you're saying what we had the key the one time we got done a wrestling meet and we got back and we're like waiting for our rides and they had left the cafeteria door open and we went into the cafeteria and they had all these like um danishes all the danishes oh. were in a thing and like these are wrestling kids are like we just made weight we're like yes danishes ah we like <laughs> hate them all it was awesome dude i remember at saint stan's they had like a teacher's lounge and I was only ever allowed in the teacher's lounge one time. And it was like, I don't know, it was, it was like this secret room that no kids were ever allowed in. And I went up there and they had like, it was a table and there's tons of like candies, just like Twixes and Snickers and sweet tarts and like just fucking like a whole table full of candy. Right. And I was just like, what the fuck? So I just grabbed a ton of it and we were like about to leave and I had my winter coat on and I just threw a ton of it in my coat. And left. And I just remember being like, what the, do they get candy every fucking day? These bitches, these fucking twats get fucking candy every day. Yeah. So, no, no, I'm with you. Scott, what was your thought on the uh, on the old Lansdale Catholic cheese estate? Um, so I was one of the first people to actually gain weight during my freshman year. You know, running because uh, I got introduced to a hot lunch. And uh, one of the lunch ladies actually had a nickname for me. She called me three timer because every time they had cheesesteaks, I'd get three and go up three <laughs> at the same time. 
<laughs> I didn't realize it until I was done. I was like, why the fuck she called me freak? And uh, one of our friends was like, because you go up three fucking times, asshole. I was like, son of a bitch. Um, and then I used to get the soft pretzels and I would dip them in mayonnaise on top of the cheese. Whoa! Oh, yeah. That's a mayonnaise. I never oh, eat that. I guess I'll have to try it. I, don't I went from many calories, dude. Uh, I went from like 210 to 250 my freshman year, from like September Damn. to October. Damn. Oh, I crushed pretzels nice. and mayonnaise. Oh. Never had that. They had the pretzel sauce, though. Didn't they have the pretzel sauce? Right. Yeah, I, I, I went straight to the mayonnaise and those little white cups. And I was. Damn. Nice. Oh. Fucking hell yeah. You said, this cheese isn't good enough. I need some mayonnaise. <laughs> cheese whiz isn't enough for me. All right. <laughs> nice. Oh, no, God. dude, I remember. Uh, so, Krosner, you know, Krosner. Kyle was yes. in my Kyle grade. Krosner. Yep. Kyle, Sean, Sean was in your grade. Yep. Kyle was in mine. And I remember hanging out with Kyle, and he told me, he said, he's like, my brother told me you got to be nice to the lunch lady, and they'll give you extra whiz on your cheesesteak. And I was like, all right. So he went up, and he's like, hey, sweetie, how are you? <laughs> she was like, shut the fuck up. Here's, you know? like, she was not feeling it. And I was like, all right, Jesus. But yeah, so there you go. Nice. So, okay. So that was, uh, so we did the bathrooms and the cheesesteak. The next thing, um, I won't say her name. I won't say her name, uh, but just senorita. by my inflection, senorita. Ex- I know you, it knew, already. you knew senorita. who I was going to say. You yep. knew who I was going to say. Uh, mm, did ever. Who, 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 here, who here had Senorita? Did, uh, the, yeah, yes. she, she was a spit. Uh, I missed her D. I did not have her. That's what was your that was your nickname too, wasn't it, Rick? <laughs> Mr. D slaying. All right. So wait. So Tom, you had the teacher we're talking about. Scott, you had her as well. Chip, did you have her? She was my homeroom moderator. And, um, if you remember, like Cribs would pull us out of homeroom, we'd basically do our homeroom in his office. Oh, yeah. nice. So, so when she I was, was one of the chicks that was saying, oh, this is one of Tribs's guys. Oh, it's Tribs's yeah. guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, the prime suspect of that, man. Oh, uh, such a bitch. You know, I got the homeroom and go straight to the thing so I could come to school five minutes later. Had to. She, she, any, you know, any, she basically was a man hater. You know, anything yes. he did. She, she hated women, too. She hated my sister. She hated my oh. sister big time. Yeah, oh. she was a rough, rough. Uh, you know, she actually down the, the the steps that face Lansdale Avenue one time. She fell down them? Oh my, or she was that. pushed? <laughs> no, well, oh, I remember that because there was a rumor that she was pushed. Up. But it this way, she wasn't caught. No one reached out to catch her. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, what? she went light like a fucking bag of donuts, man. <laughs> nice. I'd have caught a bag of donuts. <laughs> yeah, I been, hey, hold on. There's the mayonnaise. Me too. Uh, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yep. So okay. She Tom. was always checking me for my belt and like everything. She like any like little like thing. It was like, let me see, you know, do you have, and I was like, come on, give me a did, break. Did you, Tom, do you want to tell the story with dad in her? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fun. I mean, I don't know. I had a parent teaser conference with her and my dad. That was not a fun day for me. But uh, you know, she was a bit, I tell you. They got in an argument, it sucked. <laughs> didn't make class much easier for me i'll tell you that yeah she was the worst she was a nightmare she i remember she, one time she made natalie do like write something out a hundred times right like 
You, it was like, I will not be whatever in class. Like she made her write it out a hundred times and turn it in. And yeah. And Natalie's big rebellion was she only wrote, she skipped number 64 and number 72 was in Spanish. So there you go. That was her big rebellion. And I was like, Hey, you really fucking got her. Didn't you? Um, nice. What's crazy is she actually looked like a witch. Oh. Yeah. Right. She was one ugly fucking bitch. That was, yeah. She used to get really pissed at me because my parents didn't name me after a saint. She's like, what are you doing in a Catholic school not being named after a saint? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> did, they, did they want you to be Massachusetts oh cheating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she must have hated you. Wait, <laughs> she did. She hated is there no Saint Scott? No. Oh, a saint. I thought you said a state. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, is there a saint named Massachusetts? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know shit about saints, but it could be. Do you guys Saint Scott, huh? Saint Scott of fucking mayonnaise and pretzels, my man. Fucking the patron saint of mayonnaise and pretzels. <laughs> yeah. What so what uh <laughs> fucking ancient the saint <laughs> yeah massachusetts saint massachusetts <laughs> i was like where did he go with it <laughs> i thought you said yeah i thought you said state what a fucking season <laughs> how come she was mad at every kid in the school except for that one girl except for Dakota. virginia yeah, yeah. <laughs> dakota and virginia you two, two fuck but florida yeah. uh, why is my name florida <laughs> She loved the rapper Flowrider, bigger, biggest fan. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, that's great. Why didn't they name you after a saint? Yeah, well, you can go shove it. Uh, so yeah, okay. So apparently she's the worst. Nice. So I want to keep it moving then. So, uh, Aunt, I want to come to you with this. So, what would you say was what was it like your favorite times and your best things about going to Lansdale Catholic High? We salute your hearts, loyal to your green and gold. Oh man, I mean, I think I think the best things like this might sound corny but kind of like after the first year or two like you have your group of friends you know who they are like you're hanging out with them all the time like I, like rick talks about like freshman year like it sounds like sounds like rick and tom went a little bit harder than than i did on freshman year but like you get into your group of friends and um you know i i, I personally you know i talk to i hang out with my group of friends from high school more than i do like like friends from college um more so than anything like um you know after after like our our friends from upper class like after they kind of departed my my house kind of became the party house and um like junior and senior year so um to a degree, I kind of had to live up to that. Um, it was fun at times. It was hard at times. But I mean, we were always just, it was just so much fun. Um, yeah, we had a good run senior year to the district championship of baseball. We lost in the uh, championship. But um, I mean, that's, again, it might sound corny, but like the people that, you know, we ended up walking in with didn't even know that, you know, they're going to be the, you know, your friends for life. Um, that's yeah. kind of what I remember. What would you say is like, what would you say is your favorite thing about lc like besides the friends you made like is there something yeah you know also can we say uh fuck like saint saint maria goretti just kind of sucked out loud right and we all in agreement <laughs> with that they're just kind of like a total bucket full of dicks you know what I mean? my kids were baptized there <laughs> this so are mine rick we must live near each other um i moved my, yeah did you move? yeah that's my that's my parish now actually um, modern day kind of took it over they, they have their flags up they uh they invaded and they took over yeah um, yeah um yeah I, I mean senior week probably was a great week um if you want to yeah. like, like culminate the whole thing um i we must have brought 50 to 
60 cases of beer. Um, we partied our asses off every single night. Nice. I mean, I can't remember why we ended up with like three grills by the, by the Friday. Like we left. I'm like, why are there three grills outside on the deck? I mean, it was it was awesome, dude. Like it was I know I had a fucking periwinkle minivan my, <laughs> my junior and senior year. And that thing took like such a beating, like going to the vet, drinking outside the vet. The, the car door fell off and just, <laughs> you know, taking it senior week and it disappearing for three days. I'm like, guys, where the fuck is my car? Like my periwinkle minivan, where's my precious periwinkle <laughs> minivan? And like, it finally showed up by the end of the week. But like, that was, that was probably the most fun week out of, you know, out what, of what, was it an Aerostar or a Windstar or what? Uh, it was, it was a town and country, dude. One wow. door. Yeah. Passenger side, one door. Wow. I thought that thing was the bomb. Yeah, um, I'm sure it was. It was the party car. Yeah. Nice. Nice, man. Good. And like, you're still friends with all those guys. Well, a bunch of them were grade school guys too, right? Yeah. Most of them were grade school. It's funny you said grade school because I married a public and like public school kids, they just like JR, you say, do you say elementary school or grade school? Elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. You say say elementary school. I knew knew that was coming. Middle middle school and then high school. (laughs) Yeah. And then you also refer to North Penn as the high school, right? It's the high school. It's the high school. Yeah. There's two high schools in, in, in Lansdale. But anyway, sorry. But no, Three, I, technically, I, if you want to yeah, count Doc. You want, you want to count Calvary Christian, too? Yeah, we could go four. Former guest of the show, friend of the show, Mike Johnson. Former uh, former Calvary alum. There you go. Nice. Yeah. I still hang out with all those guys. They, um, yeah, My friends, Billy, um, Drew, Carney, they actually started, um, there's a group of guys, they started something called the Philadelphia uh, YPGA, um, Young Professionals Golf Association. There's like 16 guys, and I had to fill out an application to join it. Um, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say it out loud, but uh, it's a pretty exclusive club. And um, I'm starting this year. I was entered into the club apparently. Nice. Shout out. Very cool. I like, dude, honestly, like I'm, I'm, this is my confession. I put it out there and like, these guys kind of like, kind of like kept saying like, are you going to play? You're going to play. Come on. Like, it'll be fun. It's like once or twice a month. Like I did the application on their website. I fucking just sit there for like, I'm sitting there for like three weeks. I see my wife. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm friends with these guys. What are they waiting for? Like, like, I feel like I'm getting punked. Like, are you guys like letting me play or not? And like, finally, like post their schedule. They're like, this is where we're golfing. It's going to be awesome. And like, they tag all the players. And I'm like, all right, assholes. Really? Like friends with you fucking like entire lives. And then you don't put me on there. Six days later, they tag me. I'm like, okay, fine. Now, now, now you're cool. You're cool. You're cool. Yeah. Do you even play golf? I suck. I suck. I'm just <laughs> well, going for the beer. And you want to know the, the trick? Tell you the trick right now. Everyone listening, this is the fucking trick. If you suck at golf, which I do, I admittedly do, but I don't want to be the guy who they're chasing my fucking ball all day. I don't want to be the fucking guy holding up the game. That's my whole thing. If yeah, you don't want to be that seriously. guy, this is the move. Take a little chapstick, put it on the head of the club. You never slice. Straight down the fairway. I'm telling you, work you need like, a good amount of chest. Yeah, but like also, you can't fucking hit it like a duck. Like you gotta just just hit it clean, and you know, you, you hit, it, hit it, it will go. It won't slice. It won't yeah. hook. It'll go wherever you you hit it square. It'll I, go I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna videotape it, and if it works, it. it works. hundred percent works. Talk I've done it. it. I've done it multiple times. At Tom I've was there. It. Tom's seen it. 
300 yards straight down the fairway. The, the kid says, like, knuckle puck? Like, this is your knuckle puck. If it's dude, legit, knuckle puck. You, need to, you need to name it. Man, yeah. slippery ball. That's what Mac calls it, <laughs> slippery ball. My chappy ball. There he That's is. a good old slippery ball. <laughs> yeah. I, nice. I don't want to jump to, like, the like, – like, we went from, like, the most fun to, like – I don't want to say the worst, but, like, the most vivid thing I remember, too, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but – like 9-11 when Mr. G and Mr. Bailey went on like the big screen, like, and like they told us about it. Like, I remember that like it was yesterday. I didn't yeah. want to pull the mood or anything because we've had so much fun. But like that's yeah. college. Yeah, I, I remember that like, like you were yesterday. in college, Rick, you said? Yeah, we, was, uh, yeah, we were freshmen. Yeah. So yep. and elaborate on that a little more. So we were we were juniors. I was at North Penn when it happened. And yeah. So 9-11 happens. It's like the fucking second day of school or whatever. Right. And <clears throat> so what, how did they, how did they tell you how to go? It was like a weird day. Cause then like, you know, throughout like the school day, like you didn't really know anything. Like there's no cell phones or anything, but like we're sitting there and then it was like the second period. And we're like, why are, why are they coming on the big screen? In the second period did it in the morning. And then if there's any like late day announcements, maybe they'll pop on again, like once in a while, but they popped on and they told us and like half the kids were like, what the hell is, what are the twin towers? Then you go home and your parents tell you, you know, and you're like, holy shit. And um, it was crazy. I remember I sucked at football, but I played freshman football with Matt Lavelle. Yeah. And then I played junior year um, mostly because my friends were like, come on, play with us. And I played, I remember um, no mayor's dad was running around the football track and coach Algio stopped practice and he brought him over I mean, and this was only like October and like they were still trying to find people. And, you know, Mr. Mayors was like, hey, I have this coin in my pocket and like this is my lucky coin. And, you know, I'm like praying to God that, you know, my luck comes through, you know, and like I'll never forget that practice. It's like, ever. fuck, dude, that's that's heavy. Yeah. yeah, I'll never forget that. Damn, man. Sorry for the mood. But... No, that's... Who came on the TV, Mr. G or Mr. Bailey or the both of them? And then like, how did they? Both of them. Yeah, both of them did. And they, they explained it as best they could. But I mean, you know, it's not, they yeah. didn't go into detail. They didn't, you know, say like, you know, these people came, but like they just said planes have hit in New York City and Washington, D.C. And, you know, it was just, it was just real, like crazy. Did they send you guys home or did you have to finish yeah. it? Yeah, we got sent yeah, home. Yeah, they too. sent us home. Yeah, they sent us home. Damn. That's fucking nuts. I mean, Scott, where? So wait, you were in Del Val, right? Or where were Delaware. you? Delaware. Oh, did you play with Jaeger? Mike Jaeger? No, at, he played at Bloom. I went to Bloom after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. you're at Delaware, and and what? You were just economics class. They uh, made an announcement and told everybody to uh, go home, see what's going on, call your loved ones. We had a couple of students, couple of students their parents actually working. Oh fuck. So it was because they got the call first and then trickled down to the teachers. And then was, our uh, football got canceled for that day. <clears throat> Them attacking other areas like, you know, Philadelphia and then working their way down to Virginia. So they, we got canceled. And, uh, it was just <laughs> mind uh, Yeah. Just sitting Jeez. there telling us to leave and they're crying because their parents weren't there. Yeah. Never saw those kids. No shit. Damn. Well, peas and peas of them, man. That's fucking crazy. Damn. What about Pretty Rick? What about you? Where were you when our country was attacked for the first time in recorded history? <laughs> in college, too. Freshman at Temple. And I, I was just in our dorms. I think I was in a shower and Did someone you? came running. Mm. It was like one of those communal showers. So someone came running in there, said, like, go get watch the TV. And I went back in and my well, first they said stop whacking it and then they yeah. said go watch the tv <laughs> got it okay. disgusting right um 
Quinn showered. So the, then I went in the room and Mike was sitting there. Um, Mike, Max here? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. So then classes were canceled once that came up and I had it back home or just out of the city, like into the suburbs and yeah. hung out there. What about uh, Chip? What about you? Where were you at? Um, let me just touch on Noel Mayers and while we're talking about him because he actually perished, you know, in the in the towers. Uh, what? Noel, Noel, Noel Mayers ended up perishing in the, in the Twin Towers during that attack. His family was like your classic Elsie family. They had three sons go through there. They lived on Lansdale Avenue, like two blocks from school, right up the street on your way out to Calpath Road. Yeah. His yeah. dad coached me in Cannoneers and his youngest brother played with me on Cannoneers. And um, Noel was like the D- Mike DeMartelier, John Algio of the late 80s. He was a stud quarterback and he would like you said, come down to like the midget football practices and talk about LC. You, when you were like 12 or 13 in sixth or seventh grade, talking to you how great it is to play up at LC on Friday nights. Real class act. Uh, but where was I on 9-11? I was already at that point out of college and I was working at the bar. I remember in particular exactly what I was doing, just food prep on a, on a Tuesday morning at you know, 8.30 in the morning, I'm making chicken parms, maybe 50, 60 orders for the next four or five days. You know, we're going to prep them and, and hold them. And uh, listening to the radio, heard it on the radio, popped out to the bar room, checking on TV, you know, seen it right away on TV. And my grandma, who was oh, 80 at the time, 82, she, uh, you know, she was like watching it with me. And I remember how I was like totally taken aback and mind blown, like Scott said, and my grandmom who had lived through the depression, World War II, you know, all these different things. Uh, she wasn't nearly taken back as much as me. Pearl Harbor, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That World War II, they saw Vietnam, they saw Korea, yeah. JFK getting killed. They yeah. saw John killed. They, you know, 20th century, they saw so much shit. So she wasn't taken back nearly as much as me, but for me and us guys, that was the first major thing we had ever seen mm-hmm. as far as evil in the world occurring right in front of us. You know? Yeah. It was like, shit. Yeah. But Dude, yeah. Being a, being a patriot was an all time high back then, brother. Tell you that. That was, uh, you, you can say like weeks after that, that was the closest I think I've ever seen the country too. You know, it's a shame, but we had a solid six months of loving each other after that. And then we just went back to fucking. Weekend. Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But we don't talk about politics on this show. So. No. <laughs> so. All right. So let's keep it moving then. Um, all right. So, Scott, I want to go to you. What was your favorite thing about going there for some of your favorite times and like best stuff about Lansdale Catholic High? We salute you. Our hearts loyal to your green and gold. We'll go on spreading your light so the world can see your sons and daughters true and bold. <laughs> Fucking there it is. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, only went there for three quarters of a year, guys. Only went there for three quarters of a year. Fucking that's a fucking memory, baby. Um, I would say the best thing our, our class, Rick and I's class, we revolutionized the LC pit uh, for basketball. And that was, I think that really brought our class together. We made t-shirts. Um, we got fucking ants up. And that was uh, the first time I ever got into a fight was went was through the pit. You know, it was just <laughs> uh, Especially when we went down to like, the Philadelphia Catholic School. It was, uh, I mean, it was amazing. It brought our class together. It was, it was the best time of my life. What? what, what wait, who? you got, the, someone the, tried to fight you? We all did. 
we it was up for Perk. We uh we beat them in like overtime basketball and they literally I mean they were all rednecks back then. Oh we um, know. Yeah. So and we got no fight after the basketball game. It was our senior and it was just a fucking all out brawl. And it was it was the best time of our life. And our class that that molded our that made yeah. our class like come together. We all we, we went to the quarter the semifinals in the state that year, uh, in basketball. So it was it was amazing. It was wow. Matt, yeah, it was called the pick crew, right? Okay. And yep. like it was the student section. Okay. Um, and we would just go harass the nuts. other team, like Fucking just nuts. completely. To, like just we would be getting kicked out of games, like for some of the chance that we're going out. And then Scott, I think I heard you mention going against Catholic league team, mm-hmm. um, because they would all have their own like massive student section and you're coming out of there after a tight game and emotions are high. And all of a sudden there's fights breaking out everywhere. Cause you were going back and forth across the basketball court with this other student section, just hammering on each other. And then it, they just let you all walk out together into the parking lot. <laughs> oh, I remember the one Thanks, time we were, we were- Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, thankfully, we had Scott. <laughs> was, uh, I'll never forget, we were down um, I think I, we were down the city, and one of their students in the other crowd actually came over and handed me a fucking cheesesteak while we were in the pit, and that got me amped up, so I actually took the cheesesteak, I threw it at the kid, and then we got no ball. That's what? When started. Yeah, it was crazy. Why was would they? Crazy. I mean, oh, they were trying to play like, it's oh, tight. big guy joke? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, jokes on them. Fucking cheesesteak was probably delicious. <laughs> but, you know, that guy got it right in his face. Good. Fuck him. Yeah. yeah no, but it was, it was, uh, you know, it, was, it brought our quest together. I and mean, we were a really tight crew. That was, so you, uh, it was like you guys were like a gang almost. Oh, dude, and, we would all show. I mean, even on away games, we'd roll up with like 40, 50 people for the pick crew. So it yeah. was like the thing to do then. That was like. Oh, yeah. We had, we and it was just shirt. for basketball? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And you had shirts and everything too. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, nice. Did you have any names? Ever, have you ever gotten mad at anyone else for giving? You- no, and looking <laughs> back on it, I should have just eaten. <laughs> no, fuck. Well, you that don't know dude. what they did to it. You don't yeah, know what they did to it. So no, you did the right thing. <laughs> fuck that guy right in his fucking um, face. Yeah, he's a fucking douche. Nice. So, yeah, was, uh, so the pit crew was pretty good. Yeah. Plus, too, like you're a, you're like Chip. You're a team guy. You know what I mean? Like you're big on, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm big on team. Like every, you know, I love being part of a team and like having a crew, but like having something like that, where it's like, you know, you guys are fucking, you, you know, like, you know, if shit goes down, you got these guys, like, that's a, that's a big thing, you know, like oh, I yeah. big, that's yeah. That's the fuck. Even, that's the best I mean, Rick, Rick was a scrappy dude. Like he was, Rick was a tough dude back in the day. Still, still is. Fucking yeah, iron string bean. Yeah. Fucking yeah. guy. Dude. <laughs> cat got your tongue there ricky uh but no uh no man that's i'll tell you this when uh the the upper perk nothing dude me and tom and i told the story on the show previously for pete mccormick when he came through in the clutch against upper perk but i'll tell you that place they those rednecks got fucking wild for sports man they went because that is like their pro team out there you know what i mean like everyone i don't know if maybe basketball was as much but their wrestling was like they were so they fucking were like that was their thing. Yeah, 
Nice. So awesome. good things you beat the shit out of those guys because they're fucking <laughs> nuts. Oh, I definitely uh, got some lick. Yeah. I definitely got my face down. Yeah, I'm sure you got the better of most of them, you know? Probably they're probably not <laughs> tall enough to hit you. So nice. So let's keep it moving then. So riff and hoof mill flaining. Uh, what do you got? Favorite things, best thing about it. What do you got going? It's hard to come up with just one thing that stands out but going off of that i mean really it was so basketball was huge but i remember going to our soccer games our soccer team was unbelievable our senior year i think they lost in the semifinals of the states or something like that but went out to hershey to watch them play i remember dressing up in face paint to go watch our field hockey team (laughs) like like just i I think the biggest thing i paper on that I remember about high school is never being home, like especially junior, senior year. If there was anything going on, we were all just going it just to not be home, just to be together with all your friends and your classmates. I mean, even senior year, I I would be home two or three nights a week because we were sleeping at Peyton's house on school nights or. Yeah. um, But it was just it was your whole world. High school was. I mean, really like every every waking it. moment. Yeah. Where does and like I mean, you you know, you really did like dive into it head first. Really liked it. You know what I mean? And like you, you kind of had your crew and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. the, it seemed like like there's some places where it's like school spirit is like you're a douche. You know what I mean? But it seems like at at for you guys, you really did like even you and you were a couple grades below. But like, like school spirit was like, cool. Like, no, we fucking love it here. We love fucking like the crew we have. And maybe you don't love like the administration and all that and like all that shit. But like you love like the guys you're in here with and and the crew you're with and stuff like that. Right. I would say that's the difference between Lansdale Catholic and North Penn is there's a pride there. There is a pride with Lansdale Catholic that it's like, you know, you felt like it was like a badge of honor. I don't know. I just feel like there was more pride in your stuff at LC than there was at North Penn. And my, in certain (laughs) things, I I would agree, but I don't know. It was more tight knit. You know what I mean? It's not like you're saying pride is a group. You're right. But like, I know for group pride, like all overall, you guys yeah. are all more united. I would agree. But there was like, like, I know our wrestling team was really tight and like stuff like that, especially when we were like seniors and stuff. Like, but we it, was a, it was different. It was, di- it, but it wasn't the whole school. It was yeah. just that group. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You're probably definitely right there. It was like, it was a group of you guys united. Everyone kind of knew each other and, and, you know, like everyone was kind of putting each other over and stuff. Yeah. No, I, 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 I hear you. I hear you on that. I got, I wonder if it's like kind of the thing where like small, but like mighty kind of thing, kind of like, mm-hmm. even if you only played one year of football, kind of like what coach Algier would say, like, you're, you're not the, we're not the biggest school. You know, I remember like seeing North Penn and like sports illustrated being like one of the top high schools in the East coast, you know, yeah. and like, well, that's great, but we have an SB too, you know, like I wasn't here, but it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, like stuff like that. Um, and then hearing the stories about the picker, but, um, like, I mean, you know, just kind of just saying, you know, go shove it up your ass, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, we're, we're here too. And, and our guys are actually beating you. Um, yeah. and I think it's kind of, you know, it's not a cockiness, but, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to say you felt invincible in high school, but like being with your group of friends or like your group of, um, guys, you know, any sporting event, like it was, it was great. You no, you 
honestly, I think I, I get what you guys are saying where it's like, if, if there's like a sporting event or a contest or anything, every, like, you, you know, everybody's up for it. Everybody's going, everyone's supporting. And like, if you're a guy out there, you're playing so much harder for the school and for the crew and all that, where Tom's right at North Penn, you didn't have that. You're out there. Like maybe you're out there for your team, but as far as like the support, like, you know, like, you know, football was a little different because football is really big, but you know, like their parents are in the stands and stuff like that, but it wasn't like a huge crew. Like you would have followers and people that would watch and chicks and stuff, but no, it's more, you're, you're right. Like you guys, like you, that you guys made it so that the guys playing the games and being involved in the activities, they wanted to win because they wanted the school to look good. And they wanted you got like, they wanted to rep for the school and for, for like the crew. No, I, I definitely see that. Yeah, for sure. And that's pretty cool. Nice. So then, okay, good. Chip, what about you, my man? Favorite thing about going to Lansdale Catholic and, you know, loving it there and being, you know, the sacristan, head sacristan, all that gimmick. What do you got? Um, you know, I really just, like you guys are saying, there's really a tightness there. You only got 200 kids in your grade. Uh, you're in some of the classes, you only got 12 kids in the class. Yeah. Some of these kids you've been going to school with since kindergarten. Uh, my class was really tight. You know what I mean? Everyone got along. Remember you, you had like your crews, your jocks, your fucking skaters yeah. back in the day, called them. Uh, you know, you're fucking weird. The chicks were basically either popular or not, it was one or the other. Uh, but by the end of like senior year, for the most part, the classes pretty much gel up and you're just one mm -hmm. big friend. Yeah. Uh, that was huge. I got so many friends from school that I still keep in touch with. You know, I call chipper tabs, I keep tabs on people, I try to text people not only in my grade, but in grades above, just randomly through the year, or just send them a little like, hey, you're fucking great dad. I see what's going on on your on your shit on Instagram and you're constantly doing shit with your kids, man. You're right. killing the little That's things like that. Cool, man. You know, um like Scott said it was fun as shit getting into fights after the basketball game. You know, <laughs> you, you you did um you, you had a little us first them mentality going to LC. Yeah, you know, you're the small little school. You're the underdog. As far as sports in the league, people think you're coming from a private school and you got like a shit ton of money and you you know little do they know the school is the same thing from the 1950s and your parents are busting their ass trying to put you through there and uh you know you're just a fucking neighborhood kid from canada avenue that watched jesus on friday and saturday nights yeah um you know one of my favorite things about going to lc was being on the football team man you just became really tight with those guys it was a great camaraderie it gave you a place to be like seven days a week you got to know the kids above you if you were lucky like me i, I got mentored by scott's older brother joe and taken under his wing and then you know you try to like help the kid that's younger than you and uh you can get a pretty good relationship with kids two years older than you two years younger than you and you got a pretty good crew me scott and his brother and another kid named kenny kosminski we would go lift up in allentown twice a week together yeah i talked to matt a little bit about that on the phone it was a, a bodybuilder from the 60s uh who was a barber he owned a barber shop and he was a bookmaker uh, you know he Took sports, he had a sports book, and in the back, he just had this raw weight room. You know, it wasn't a gym, it wasn't foo foo, it was rusty shit. Guys in there, like you'd see guys, the wild Samoans from the WWF would lift up there, dude. The guys were oh, fucking shit. out, yep. really? What? Yeah, Rikishi, dude, yes, damn, wild Samoan lifting there, and um, 
uh, you know, me and Scott were like 16 and 13 year old kids in there. Scott's fucking obviously repping 225 at, at fucking in eighth grade. Jesus and, uh, Christ. You know, and so it's like, so, uh, what do you guys like with the line tonight? You guys are playing up a perk. You're minus three. Uh, <laughs> how you feeling? Uh, Scott, what's, uh, that's where dude, my gambling wait. addiction kicked in. Yeah. We would, we would pick Scott up at Pendale, drive to Allentown yep. and lift weight, drive to the, um, Roy Rogers on the turnpike on the way home, eat three roast beef sandwiches. And then we go to watch a high school playoff game in Phoenixville. And if we were lucky, we could fight the kids in the hallway afterwards. Yeah. Jesus Christ! It was fun. Damn, good times, good fucking times. <laughs> <Nut job. laughs> fucking nuts. So Dude, you go to a bookmaker's barber shop. You lift weights in the back with the wild Samoans. You grab three Arby's roast beef sandwiches, and then you fight the kids from Phoenixville after a playoff game. That's All right, high school. There's a regular <laughs> old yeah. hey, night, bro. You no, know, just one of Tribs's guys. Just one of Tribs's guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shout out nice nice man that's cool so tom uh i know you did not graduate from the illustrious lansdale catholic but you were there more than you were at north penn um what what do you got going any Uh, special fond memories it's just you know again it's cliche stuff but you know the connections you make with people your friendships that you had you're growing up everyone's growing up together and you're just having a blast like fucking around living life man and it was just like the coolest the coolest times ever and you know for whatever riffraff and stuff like that that we might have had in school the skaters the jocks whatever i think the majority of the kids that went there we're, we're good people and uh, just like to have a good time and and we're passionate about, you know, each other, basically, you know, like when uh, yeah. something was going good, we were, everyone was kind of connected. Even when mm-hmm. I left the school, I remember coming to some pit crew games and, and, and contributing with that. Mm-hmm. And then like, yep. either, you know, this, this uh, <laughs> reunion, it's like, you know, I'm getting invited to the reunion. I didn't even graduate from the school. You know what I mean? And so like, that might be part of my alcoholism, but at the same time, <laughs> I think it's uh, it's the connection that we've made, you know, just that bond. And it, it's 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 different than uh, than other schools. It's unique, you know, almost like when we're talking about I think Hoosiers was a very popular movie shortly before we were there. Rudy was popular. I think we kind of had that small school, you know, mentality of like, you know, that that kind of thing. And it was it was it's kind of a magical place when you think about it with that stuff. But uh just a great time hanging out with everybody, laughing, having fun and growing up, man. It was the best. It really does seem like it, you know, yeah, there were some people in the administration and the faculty that made it cool, but it really seems like the culture itself there was like what made that place what what made it like what made you guys fall in love with that place and really like that place. You know what I mean? So very nice. So cool. Very cool. All right. Well, we're getting close to the top of time. We'll do a couple more things and we'll roll out. Uh, and let's go back to you. One thing you would change or one thing you did not like about, you know, the home of the land of the free, home of the brave Catholic. Catholic in general or Lansdale Catholic? Lansdale Catholic. <laughs> if I if I could kind of go back and say, like, man, I wish I did this, like going like going through like um, I'll say like fourth through like eighth grade, like. I think probably everybody on this call probably made every, every team you tried out for, you made for every time you tried out for something, you made an all-star team. Like, I think there's guys like that on the phone. Like my thing was freshman year. I made, um, I made JV um, baseball. 
there was only five of us that made JV baseball. And then the next year we all, you know, we were the swingers from uh, JV to varsity. So that was awesome. But I remember uh, again, vividly, I did not make freshman basketball and that like crushed me. I remember they printed it out on the bulletin board. They put it right next to the activities office. I remember looking at that fucking list and I was like, mother, mother effort. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, I wouldn't change anything about the experience. Cause again, like all the great things we've talked about, but if I could go back and be like, damn, I wish I, I wish I did that there. Like, I wish I could kind of go back and be like, why did I not kind of go down there and, and do that? Cause um, you know, it, that's the one thing I'm like, damn it. I wish I could have done that. I wouldn't change the, wearing the same damn thing every day. I wouldn't change wearing the same tie for three years. Like I don't have a problem with wearing the same thing over and over again from literally, you know, first grade to eighth grade, like we did at St. Stan's and then freshman year to senior year. Like maybe we change the tie once or twice, but you know, put it off, put it on zip or if you had a clip on or whatever. But if I could kind of change one thing, I would try to go back and kind of push myself to make that freshman basketball team. Ah, damn. All right, man. Well, no, you, and I'll tell you this, man, you're, you're selling yourself a little short. You're a really good athlete. And I remember, cause I mean, you're one of the best ones that we had at our school and yeah. And you're always been a good dude. So, uh, you know, shout out. Very cool. Nice. Uh, so let's keep it moving. Scott, uh, what's one thing you didn't like? What's something you would change? What's something, you know, that really stuck in your craw about old, you know, LC? Um, something I would have changed is I probably would have tried to sell more. You know, I only did football. Okay. <clears throat> I gave up baseball. Uh, I wanted to wrestle. Um, just, I don't know why I didn't try it out. Like I, you <clears throat> definitely would have made varsity. <laughs> yeah, I could have been somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just wish I would have tried to be more – I was a very like sheltered. I didn't really talk much during school. Just I didn't try to. Well, I feel stuff. like you were at like such a star athlete status level uh, that like yeah. I mean I mean my perception of it at least is that you were right like but like you had your guys on the team and like your crew you know what I mean like at least when I was there so like but yeah. you kind of were just so seemed like football focused Correct. right 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 I was so level. Like, uh, tunnel vision with football. I wish I would have, you know, tried more. Yeah. Did you, I mean, did you party at all or anything like that? I mean, yeah, we went to our parties. A lot of my friends who are like almost borderline alcoholics now, they, from high school, they didn't really drink because oh, they were really? all, yeah. Um, most of them were football team or the basketball team. They didn't really drink, you know, season, so we didn't really. I mean, I went to a couple parties with American Top, yeah. uh, but not like overly. Yeah, nice. All right, good. But I mean, you know, you had you had eye on the prize and you wanted to stick to it, and yeah, good for you. But no, I would. That's that's strange. That's like it's fun. It's not strange, but it's you know, I would say like when you think of a guy, because dude, like when you're on the football team, like when you're the best player on the team, which you were, right? Like people talk about that. Like they would tell us all the time. Like watch what Scott does and watch what, how he does. You know what I mean? Like when we're playing freshman ball and even at Cannoneers and stuff like that. But like you, so like you would think like, oh, this guy, you know, he's he's living this type of rock star life. But you're really saying like, no, I was just kind of doing my thing and just kind of hung out with my crew and and kind of that type of type of way, right? Yeah, I mean to tell you the truth, I didn't really think I was that good at high school. Um, but Chip Chip had a great career with football. His senior year, like he dominated. Um, my, like my we weren't too good my junior or senior year. Um, I think I could have done better or worked harder. Uh, I had more blossomed, I guess, in college. 
but high school I wasn't. I didn't see myself as like you know, blue collar, blue whatever. Blue chip. Yeah, I wasn't anywhere close. But um, you know, I had a couple offers, but I didn't think I was. I, I could have done more. I could have reached my you know potential by doing more, working out harder, and trying other things. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. My biggest regrets is I would have wish I would have jerked off less and worked out more. <laughs> you know, I think that's standard though, right? You know what I mean. But also, I mean, we were all kind of blessing in the curse. Internet porn just came on the screen on the scene. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, we had that going for us. But nice. All right. Uh, but okay. Uh, riff and hoof. What do you got? Something you changed? Something you didn't like? Something that you hated? What What do you got going, babe? It's easy. I would change my academics. Um, I wasn't one to do homework or go to class very often. Or Damn. you know, it, you know, you get that the hall pass, and you'll see him a half hour later. Um, oh, that was you. So that, yeah. And were you, I wanted, were you and smoking it, uh, cigarettes in high school? No. Uh, not in school or anything like that but yeah mine was just like i found that i i could take the tests and do well enough to keep passing and um so i really put next to no effort into academic so that's something i would definitely change i mean really high school college all of it yeah yeah nice all right good deal uh chip what about you brother something you hated something that you would change something that you know you didn't like what do you got um yeah something will change but the first um scott keating was a two-way starter on the offensive and defensive line as a sophomore homie (laughs) yeah that's blue chip if i've ever heard it Scott, you're being pretty humble yeah how about it man you can play ball you're the sophomore starting two ways yeah uh Started as a freshman half the season. So, you know, I mean, this thousand pound club as a freshman. Dude, <laughs> fucking horse. Get over here. He's a very humble yeah. kid. Are you single, Scott? Because we're all interested. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, wait till Chip doing? pantses him, though. Yeah. <laughs> that ruined my whole career. Yeah, 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 yeah. One thing I would change to a point, but I had a very serious girlfriend in high school, hmm. right? And uh, she was a smoke show. She was stacked. Loved her. Still love her. We, we dated after high school, and we had a son. My son, Johnny. He's 21 already. Fuck. So, obviously, I would never, ever give any of that back. And he's yeah. an amazing kid. That Duquesne right now. He's getting ready to, when he graduates school, come back to work for me. But uh, me, me and his mom dated uh, through junior year, through senior year, a couple years after high school. And I was really wrapped up hanging out with her the last year and a half of high school. Yeah. And I missed out on hanging with the fellows a lot and I missed out on like some pit experiences, missed out on a couple of good fucking fights, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm a fucking titanic at the three and i movie theater my buddies are fucking busting people's faces up at upper perk or something yeah. so like looking back at that there's so many great experiences that came from that was a lot of missed out boy time you know yeah getting laid will do that to you though yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> so like, through my kids high school careers i i have a daughter graduating from lansdale catholic this year oh nice so through my kids experiences i've of like guided them away from serious relationships in their teen years smart some are wasting time on like bullshit arguments all this kind of dumb shit that yeah. you'd, you'd much rather be in the pit you'd much rather be hanging with your fellas you'd much rather be at four street park no. you know, you know I mean? street <laughs> so, yeah uh, that being said she's a wonderful woman <laughs> a fan of the show <laughs> listener of the show <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, she, she's a great woman. We raised our son together. We're we're good friends. We re, we remain good friends to this day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but that's that's something that I would definitely one of the very few things that I would tweak. I wouldn't exactly change, but I would have tweaked there, especially my senior year, because next thing you know, it's like fuck, dude. We're graduating, and I missed out on some of these experiences with my boys. You know what I mean? Nice. nice hotel room with her i'm not in a room with my friends like throwing up on somebody's carpet being a jerk off i, I should have been doing that now hold yeah. on a second chip and i'm not trying to some of you also thinking maybe there were some other ladies out there that you could have been with too if you want to yeah 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 you could have you could have three sons at duquesne right now all area ass you had all shout out nice so okay (laughs) all right so let's keep it moving then um okay we're coming to the top of time guys i'll tell you this has been i mean i'll tell you we're almost at three hours and this shit flies the fuck by you know what i mean so I'll tell you, I know me, Justin, and Tom are usually in agreement with this, but if you guys would be willing, we would love to have you all back on the show, if that's something you'd want to do. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Oh, thanks. Nice. Yeah, so we're coming to the top of time. Before we get out of here, Fooch! Anything you want to say to your adoring fan base or anything you want to <laughs> show us before we take off? Yeah, I was able to go into my uh, closet real quick. I think you, uh, I think Rick and... The squad might have came up with these. Uh, hold it in front of your face. <laughs> nice. Is that the, wait, hold the on, pit wait. crew? Pit crew on the Yeah. Very cool. Six man. Six yeah. man. Nice. <laughs> and that that was the that was the pit crew wow. behind the shirt. Dude, I, I don't even know why I have it. It was I it just in like a box back there. <laughs> man, but I was I like I was listening. I was like, like I have that man. He I, wears I have it every for some day. reason. Yeah. I don't know he who the hell's gonna it. wear it. He he makes his wife wear it every night. It looks like it's in pristine condition. It's in and there's no way it would fit me, but it's it's pretty good. Man, you must have a hell of a cedar closet to keep that stuff good. <laughs> that is awesome. What was that shit? It smells like mothballs. <laughs> Probably. Nice. All right. Very cool. Thanks for that. And, and then anything you want to say to your fans? I don't know. I don't have any fans. I just want to say thanks for, for having um, me on and thanks for you know setting us up. This is great. Like this is uh, like the other night, you know, kind of talking to you, Matt. Um, it was kind of funny. We kind of went through grade school. Yeah. We went through every every uh, every grade we were in. I kind of feel like we went through K through eighth, and then tonight, yeah. was, you know, all through high school. It was uh, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. No nah, man, thanks, dude. It was dude. I'll tell you. And like I said when we were talking, you've always been a good dude, honest Anthony since day one. Uh, and like dude. you're just you're you're a good dude. And I honestly, when you said you'd like the show and listen to the show, it means the world to me. So you coming on and being here, I can't thank you enough, man. So thanks for being here for sure. And honestly, hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And we're definitely gonna have you back on. So maybe, you know, round table part two, LC, or maybe a St. Stan's round table. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) You should have went to Unami, Rick. Yeah, you You know, you know what we're saying. You stole the kids from Unami. Have him play in eighth grade, probably. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you did, you hose bag. Goddamn cheater. Yeah. <laughs> Our ringers. Yeah. He, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, nice. So, 
Very cool. Well, uh, Scott, man, can't thank you enough for being on the show and supporting the show. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to say to the your Uncle Timmy or any oh of your fans God. before you get out of here? <laughs> oh, Timmy. Tim the cook. Dude, Tim the oh, Cook is his God. uncle. Do you know? Yeah, oh, you know that, Rick. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Tim the you Cook, gotta get shout it. out. You got you to get him on there. It's your oh. dad's twin brother, right? Correct. Not Wait, he's dad. your dad's yeah. twin? Yes. Oh, whoa. Could <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. Scott? Can I tell you real quick? One time, Tim, uh, Tim slept over my house on Christmas Eve. Okay, <laughs> I had got done work. I'm coming home. I get a call from Tim. He's locked out of his house. It's Christmas Eve. I'm like, you're locked out of your house. Dude. I'm like, come over. You can sleep in my house. Like it's freezing out. He comes over, sleeps in my house. Right, set him up on the couch or the blanket, or whatever. Fucker clogs my toilet, taking a shit in the toilet. <laughs> And he leaves all these candy wrappers. I have a dog. He leaves all these chocolates in the couch that he slept on. He leaves all these chocolates. And now the dog is like ripping up these candy wrappers. And I'm like, what the fuck, Tim? It was literally Merry Christmas shitters full. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's like this fucking guy. But then he had some joke for me. And I was like, I love you, Tim. There's not a more lovable guy than Uncle Tim. He is the fucking best. I'm surprised he didn't try to take food from your house. Yeah, well. (laughs) I love Tim. Tim is like. We spent many years together. I fucking love your Uncle Tim. So, um, Well, I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, I love him either way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, I just appreciate you guys having me on and catching up with, you know, all the guys we went to school with, like Rick and Chip and Ed, Tom. It's been great times. But... It was nice meeting Justin as well, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm fine. <laughs> I didn't go to school. I have, like, nothing to add. I I go to the public school. Wait, I'm fine. I, I literally feel like I know J Dubs because he listens to the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 He's a good, he's a good one. Well, you know, he's one of our favorites for sure. But no, Scott, dude, I'm same thing, man. Dude, you've been when Scott reached out to me on TikTok of all places, saying that he liked the show. And honestly, I was blown away. Always looked up to you, Scott. Always been you're always been a good dude, big fan of you. And like, dude, there's a lot of times when doing this show that it's like. You get a fucking you 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 get checked a lot when doing this show as far as like you know things things you're doing like thinking you're be like this will be big and, and and your ideas aren't as as great as you think that they are so like when you have people like you reach out and Anthony and Chip and you know and Rick and everybody it me it really does mean a lot it means everything and just kind of gives you the fire to dude to keep doing this and spend time away from my family while uh while i'm doing this which uh well you know it's always a good excuse but no but no man fucking i can't thank you enough for coming on and you're gonna be on again soon so shout out yeah it's gonna be good hey of course man of course uh riffin hoof mill flanin you're back on the show for the second time I mean, the first time, I'll have to say, your first episode did monster numbers on the show. One of our best shows we ever had. And it was early doors, too, because one, we weren't, it was only audio at that point. We didn't have video. And I believe Pete was the co host. Is that right? He was. Yeah. Wow. Me, you, and Party Boy. God. Seems like, Justin, what, August you jumped on? September? uh might have been like november uh, yeah no like it was late in the year it wasn't I september so. i don't know i feel like you've been on for a while yeah right, you're probably right you probably know better than i do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool 
but yeah so i mean i rick i think we recorded like around this time last year it was i think it's been exactly a year since we recorded shut the fuck i'll have to check i have it all but damn man nice so yeah uh what do you think about your second time on the show and thanks for being on and anything you got to say to the riffin riffin hoof mill flane and faithful out there that it, it was so much fun this is one of my favorite topics because i so often forget so much about it like i just don't remember much from high school until we get talking about it and then all yeah. of a sudden everything's coming back awesome. and i i could just go on for hours um so it was so much fun and yeah. the only other thing is tom fuck you i won't do it you tell me <laughs> <laughs> What is what is that? Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, but why? I mean, is that you're just quoting Rage Against the Machine, or did it, he it, tell you Tom something? Then you're not going to text me like I two day, times a week, just out of the blue. Will text me. Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Right, <laughs> 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 That's great. All right. Well, looks like Riffin Hoof got the better of that one. Very nice. So thanks for that, pretty Rick, and thanks for supporting the show and and supporting our ecosystem by having 55 children so let's keep it moving uh chipper uh thanks for coming back on man big fan of you and you know i was really happy the last time you're here we we were able to you know support uh chef chipper and uh mission nutrition and all that stuff um i know you got another big venture coming up or by the time this airs it probably would have already happened but um what you know anything you want to say to the chef chipper fan base before we take off millions and millions of chipper maniacs out there the chipper maniacs uh you know great subject matter talking about lc we can always chop it up about lc sure. uh you know great talking to you guys getting your perspectives about it really great to see scott really think a lot about his family um tell you i could talk to you about another three hours about how great his family is and how how they really made me feel like uh one of the crew even though i was the youngest kid you know i was in the ninth grade on around the varsity scenario his yeah. family is a big making me feel whole and um yeah man elsie i will say this elsie has a twi- tuition assistance fund if anybody is listening to this that went to elsie yeah. think about throwing a couple bucks in that because what that goes to is that you don't think about this but maybe someone in elsie's parent passes away while they're in high school and they still have to come up with tuition or go to a different school so there's like a kitty that the school has case that happens that they kick in, in into action and um that's happened to kids that i've known that have gone to school with my kids over the past five or eight years and um if you have kids it kind of like whoa so-and-so's dad passed away like out of nowhere fuck man he's got three kids like you know so maybe just if that, if that if you can open your hearts open your wallets and throw 20 bucks in there that's going to eventually yeah. get really needs that yeah you know no, you're you're absolutely right and you know, that's something we love to promote on this show. So you're 100% right, man. So it's uh, it's tuition assistance. And I'm sure I'm sure we can find out a place to do it or where to do it, right? It's uh, You're able to do it at the LC website, I think, right? Yeah, I'm sure if you go right on the LC website where it says donate and you put it in there and you put in the memo line, tuition tuition assistance fund, you know, that, that'll go to where it goes. Very nice. We'll have a link in the uh, description of the show for anyone that's interested in doing that. Very cool. Very nice shout out, Chip. What else you got, babe? You got something big coming up, right? Uh, yeah, I'm opening up my new shop on Main Street by the time this airs. Hey. Oh, 211 West Main Street, right by the Kugel Ball. 
in Lansdale, PA, Lansdale forever. Land of the free, uh, home of the brave. That's who we are. <laughs> and uh, what it is, it's a, it's a first class kitchen, commissary facility for my food service management company. Every day I feed 41 daycares. Yep. My daughter's daycare is one of them. Yes, sir. Uh, about 4,500 meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, mostly in the city through the state of Pennsylvania's free lunch program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a large facility to produce that. I also have a tasting room in here because I do social catering and weddings and things like that where I'll be able to bring in crew, uh, a crew and do a tasting for them in a real first-class uh, dining room. Looks like you're coming to somebody's house over at Bluebell. Ooh. And in front, I'll have a retail store, uh, and that'll be like, hey, I don't need a, a full catering job, but we're getting together for a UFC fight. I need to pick up a tray of sausage, a tray of meatballs, and some rolls, and some wings. Oh, that's fucking aw- That's a great idea, like a quick catering pickup kind of thing, right? Yes, absolutely. That's like, hey, I'm, or, or I'm coming through town. I got a shower. My wife's got a baby shower to stop at. She's going to come through and pick up a tray of fruit. Dude, that's such a great fucking idea. Yeah, man. Like, uh, dude, because it's like you go to like a grocery store for that shit. And, you know, it's like the normal cheese plate with crackers or like the fruit gimmick. But like you can go to you and actually get something that's really good and, and like, you know, g- like delicious instead of some fucking stunad and bullshit. So, damn, that's a great fucking idea, man. The part it's like a party, like the party stuff, you know, like the party food place. That's fucking killer. The traditional like pepperoni and cheddar cheese that you pick up at Wegmans. Yeah. I'll have trays. I'll have an Iberian tray and that'll be all cheese and meat from Spain. We'll have a Tuscan tray. That'll be all cheese and meat from Italy and, and so on and so forth. Nice. Uh, Fuck yeah, dude. I'll, I will say this. So uh, over Christmas, uh, you did the Mission Nutrition and you did you uh, you did the food. You um, did like the hot plate giveaway down at uh at the uh Kent or at the moss wreck right was it yes we did a, a, a holiday meal giveaway at moss rec center 5700 torsdale avenue down the city mm-hmm. and uh, we probably fed about 75 people that were in need of a, a hot meal you know the yeah. traditional turkey stuffing mashed potatoes i set the chafing dishes up i had crowns and coloring books i gave out to kids i had yeah. cupcakes and desserts yeah. and uh you know, help some people in, in the neighborhood that could, that could use it. And you came down to visit with your daughter, which was really, which was really no, I, I, I honestly, I know she's young, but I wanted her to see that where it's like what you're doing, what, what you do is a great service. And it's something that people, more people should do instead of like the talking about it on this and complaining about it on that. You don't say anything and you're not doing it for recognition. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. And you help those less fortunate than you. And I watched, man. And you were like, there's guys coming in. Also, every guy that came in also needed a plate for his girlfriend, right? <laughs> but you're they're coming in, man. And, like, you're giving them, like, a hot plate and, like, giving them two most of the time and extra stuff here and extra stuff there. And, like, it's people that wouldn't have it or, you know, wouldn't have it to eat. And, honestly, it's a great thing you do, man. And I'm... You know, it was just great to see. And, you you know, you're doing a great thing, man. And I can't thank you for making the world a better place, brother. I appreciate it, dude. I got to do something from after I beat the shit out of all those kids from Phoenix building those fights and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Tribs guy. Classic. No, yeah. No, hey, man. Honestly, I'll tell you this. I bet that's something that comes from, like, you, you know, like your generosity. I, maybe... 
I don't know, Chip, you've always been kind of like a generous, good dude, at least from my experience with you. But maybe, I mean, LC does preach those kind of things and that kind of ethics of like giving to those less fortunate and looking out for people and, and like stuff like that. So I don't know, man, but you, I think that's more you than LC, but I don't think it hurt that in, in, in a way, but yeah, no, keep doing your thing. And we'll have a link for AAA catering in the description of this episode. Highly suggest you check it out. And like, like he said, Hey man, if you're, if you're near there and, Oh, I'm going to a party or I'm going to a whatever, grab something real quick, fucking take it over. It'll definitely be the hit of the party and be good shit. You know what I'm saying? So very good. And we'll have AAA catering link in the description. Like we said, and dude, more power to you, Chip. And what's the what's the date you're opening the shop? March fifth. This uh, it's March fifth. <laughs> so yeah. as we're, we're recording on March March first, so four days from today. Even <laughs> though this will air a month from today, <laughs> it's open. Yeah, it hasn't slept in a week. <laughs> yeah, trying to get this shit off the fucking ground. Oh yeah, dude, how is that going? Jesus. Well, what, what what you guys can do is anytime there's a first Friday or a car show or a bike show or a Lansdale day. I'm I'm in prime time and i'll be selling concessions out front so uh what this yeah. is, we do a what, founder's day every year where like the group of us that used to hang out when we were kids Street hang out and kind of you know oh, reminisce fuck. so I'll, we'll definitely get that catered by that this year no doubt yeah there. and you'll be there man because slaughter's there probably we'll try to get get jack to get woodsy there and them you know like you know slaughter right fuck yeah man those are the east siders yeah, well, so we hung with like Anthony, really, like Anthony and Kevin, Kevin and stuff like that. Like yeah. Jack was like a little older than us, but but now it's know. we're all assimilated now. You know, age is Jack, only a number now. Jack, Tony Altag, Woods, Scott Zaporski, Nicky Augustino. You know, he you know he didn't live over there. Weren't you friends with Falco too? Oh yeah, you know we were all in the same grade. So mm-hmm. like they were the East Siders. They were from the East Side of town, the other side of Brooklyn. <laughs> Fitness and my brother, we were the West Siders. We were from West Fifth Street. Yeah, you know? yeah. But when beautiful we... area, beautiful area. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, land of the free, home of the brave. Lansdale, Lansdale will be like, now nah, come down to the train tracks, son. Yeah, yeah right. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember people would like with that set. So the Cannoneers' home field was behind, like where Chip's saying, and it's legit behind, like a row of shitty row homes and next to like a a train tracks and a and a you know like a factory or some bullshit so like people would come there i don't know but people would come there and like you know think it was like we're in the middle of the ghetto but it's really you know it is what it is but either way so we're getting to the top of time tom before we get out of here anything you want to say to uh your spirit fan faithful before we get out of here no man Great time talking to you guys and wish you all the best. And thanks for being on the show. And, uh, you know, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Right. Oh, 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 shots fired. Very nice. All right. Uh, Justin, I mean, if you would shut up for a fucking second, I can talk. Jesus Christ. God damn. My my, fucking Kathy. Three older brothers went to LC and they would talk about this fictional fucking school, but I've heard a lot of these names. I think I met Father Tribbs at a couple of my older brothers' graduations. Did he have elephantitis, for lack yes. of a better term? Yep. Yeah, that that's, dude was that, the man. That yeah. is I met the him exact a, term. It's yeah. not a better, I mean, it's, that's the term. It's elephantitis. <laughs> I met that dude a couple times. He was the man. Um, yeah. Other really than that, cool. yeah. I got a whole bunch of stories I could tell you on the next one of these. Hey. Let's do it. I well, get to is is Trip still around? Is Trip still alive? No, I think he 
Trip, Trip lives at St. Mary's Manor. Yeah. He's still right alive? From the high school. Yeah. Oh, shout out, fan of the show, listener of the show. All right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. Shout out, Trip. Still there? Like, is he still got, like, is it, I mean, Chip, have you talked to him at all? or? Yeah, to be honest with you, like, he had a tough couple years, and then he had a couple good years. You know, he's got an extremely rare and debilitating disease. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mentally, I'm saying, is he? Mentally, he's a July 11th every year, he calls me up and sings me happy birthday. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's true. He was a speed reader too, wasn't he? He's like, he's a smart, he's a sharp guy, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> extremely smart. That's why he never became a school principal or school administrator. Do better. Yeah. But once you go there, you got to do bullshit. He kept it very simple. I'm a school minister. I'm going to teach two classes. The rest of the day, I'll be effing around. If any kids do anything like steal the fucking ancient bell at the Pope thing, <laughs> I'll be there to help him out. Yeah. But I'm like the school administrator who's bitching at these kids for, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, because they're kids and they're we're trying to teach them the values for life. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That way when adults are set, whether they fuck off a little bit here and let some mouse mice out during school, that's just kid shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, he was for sure. He honestly, he legit was like at times the glue that held that place together for sure. You know what I mean? Definitely. He showed empathy and kindness, you know what I mean? So it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, instead of a disciplinarian or something. But I thought Bailey was cool, too. She was a little bit of a hard ass. Father Choppy was awesome as well. Father Choppy was was awesome, too. Father Choppy was cool. I was a fan of Choppy, for sure. But he got so pissed when that dude broke that that sword. I remember he talking (laughs) about (laughs) that sword breaking son of a bitch. No. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. This has been a hell of a fucking show. Man, the LC Roundtable, wrapping it up. I uh, can't thank everybody enough. So I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by J-Dub Justin Richardson, Captain Jerkbeard Tom Lavelle. Our guests of the LC Roundtable today were Anthony Fuccinari, Scott Keating, Rick Outland, and Chip Panico. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Worker Perspectives Podcast. You can help us on Instagram at Worker Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workerperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can have, you know, more LC roundtables and more fun shit like this. Uh, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, 
Ellis and Larry, ellisandlarry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.